Hey guys, welcome into the show. 712 on a Tuesday morning. Healthy Tuesday. Welcome into Cancel This, everybody. I'm Vic Faust with Tap the Hassle. Eric Johnson on the way. Scott Gherkin in house today as well. Um, we even got his daughter in house today as well. She's learning the boards. <laughs> yeah, take over. Uh, I'm all for it. We need peeps. We need peeps. I told her sure. when I saw her this morning, I told her she was here to watch the beatdown of Eric Johnson. <laughs> I go, oh no, what happened? What I miss on the text? Yeah, message? what happened? She Nothing. Was, uh, I was just was kidding. kidding. <laughs> Tabitha like, oh. is a little feisty this morning. Somebody's got to be. Did you not get sleep last night? I didn't. I slept for like one hour last night. I'm getting to know you now again. I didn't either <laughs> from all the text messages. I finally I said, hey, good night. <laughs> I saw that. I, I'm like, well, that's our hint that Scotty doesn't want any more text messages. Just, you need to do what the rest of us do and just turn your volume off. Well, so someone said if you turn your volume off or you're on your phone, your alarm will still go off. Yes. It does, yes. I always thought that I had to leave it on. So no. now all oh, you guys are silenced now. Like it's like click. You need to do that. My yeah. volume is always off on my phone. I tab never the turn once, it on. tab once Tabitha starts texting, it does not stop. Hey, there's lots of news to talk about. There was I mean, there was a lot coming across, but I was still uh <laughs> trying to sleep. <laughs> this is cancel this, everybody. Cancel <laughs> this show. <laughs> Go to canceltheshow.com. Share the show as always, canceltheshow.com. We appreciate you joining us every day, Monday through Friday. Um, we are playing around with some cool ideas to make it an 8 to 10 o'clock show. We're playing around because we're going to, we're, we're trying to maximize everything we can, not only for what we do live, but sending out uh, marketing, advertising, um, giving ourselves a shot a better shot at all kinds of really cool things more tapings after the show um we're playing around with it so i'll say seven ish to ten right now but we're playing around and we're thinking about how the show evolves and it's so great to do what we want to do when you have an open canvas of all things we do and um, we took a vote we did and i lost oh i didn't even know we i didn't even know we <laughs> voted yet and um stick around stick around Maybe something coming up with Monica Adams and crew as well. Dun, dun, dun. Exciting. Um, we, won't, we won't get into it all yet, but um, Monica and her crew yesterday that were in-house uh, loved the production value, loved what's going on here, loved the vision, loved the plan, and um, um, we'll just see what could be coming down the pipeline. So anyway, that's our little tease there for show, for moving on. Um People are starting to ask about using the studio for podcasts. You can do that as well. You can contest here or contact us here if you wanted to um, rent the studio as well. If you want to get involved, um, we are building networks of podcasts. And of course, we can help you do that as well here. Anyway, with that being said, as always, lots to get into a housekeeping note as well. Uh, tomorrow, as we got every Wednesday now, Kathy Helbig in-house talking reality. If there's something that you really wanted to know about, let us know today. We'll try to see what you have in the comment line. We'll get that in. We can ask Kathy if that's something we can do tomorrow. Also, uh, White Glove Exotic Car Services, Alex David in studio on Friday. Can't wait to have him as well as sponsors start to come in and talk about their products, be a part of our show. And we're finding a lot of people are wanting to come in now and talk. And we love it because they love our talk concept. Coming into studio, talking about their products. So if you know anybody that wants to do it, let us know. 
Lots of people on the line. Uh, we're talking to several companies about doing that. So we're grateful for that as well. I can't wait. I've known Alex for many, many, many Are years. Are you serious? I can't wait to have Alex come into the studio. All right. My I mother actually just bought a car from him last year. You got to remember. Is, is it a fancy car? No, it was for my niece. Is it a fancy car no, though? No, oh, okay. Because no. I know he works He, he sells all, you know, most of the cars he sells are mm. exotic cars. And I'll tell you what, I've been into his place and they are beautiful. I mean, absolutely beautiful. Um, I spoke to uh, Kyle Rittenhouse last night. He slammed this week. He was trying to make it work this week. We're looking for next week as well. Um, also just spoke with, uh, well, we're going to be talking with maybe Thursday this week. Um, an Iraqi American grew up in Iraq. Um, her dad was a pilot for Saddam Hussein. She did it the right way. She came here, busted her butt. She became an illegal, I repeat, a legal, legal American citizen, not an illegal alien, not an illegal immigrant, did it the right way, busted her butt. She's got a really cool uh, company called Prom Dolls with dresses. I, don't know I if you... love those beautiful dresses. So she's going to be coming in talking about her American experience. Reminded me a lot of Kasha from Poland. Yes. Uh, we we love checking in with people from all different parts of the And you're speaking of, of Asma. Yeah. Yeah. Asma Hashishi. I'm trying to pronounce her name She's right. She's a very sweet person. Happy um, to have her in the studio. When I was in Detroit, some of the coolest people I ever met were Chaldeans. That's what you call an Iraqi Christian, a Chaldean. And the Chaldeans' largest uh, group or the largest area of concentration outside the Middle East is the Detroit area. So um, you want to talk about people who appreciate their freedom, who appreciate doing Oh, every, isn't that the truth? Living life, what was and we hope will be the American dream as we continue on. It is those people. Okay. Tom Brady may have played his last game in Tampa last night. Tab's not a Tampa fan. She's not an NFL fan, so she probably say, doesn't Am know. I or am I not? Um, I'm not he, a Brady fan. <laughs> he looked like an almost 46-year-old man last night with his football team. I don't know if he's done with football. You never know. We'll see. He still looks good. His play, yeah, not so great last night. So Tampa down, down a lot of Cowboys fans. They're glad they actually got a playoff that win. That was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it was. You lose to Dallas. I mean, <laughs> I was so excited for Monday night football playoff football. And then rah, 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 yeah, it was kind of a brutal, brutal, brutal all the way around. Uh, another interesting note, Tabitha. I was watching CNN because yeah, I'm fair. I try to check out what kind of programming or bad programming they have these days. And they had on representative Byron Donalds from Florida, who I absolutely love telling that Republicans need to do their homework because they said Former President Bush in 2003 made it legal for vice presidents to declassify documents. Now, I haven't heard President Biden say this. I haven't heard anybody from his team say this. But they're alleging that Biden had the autonomy or power to declassify that these documents. That doesn't mean he did. Bingo. Because so if I'm he wondering did, if he actually did. If he did... His own aides would not have turned him in. And 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 his own attorneys may now be <laughs> an accessory to a crime. I know, I know. Because what the hell do they do about that? I heard yesterday they are alleging this could turn into a criminal investigation. If his own aides, which are attorneys, if his own aides, these attorneys, took those documents, claimed they're classified documents, which means if they declassify them, they stamp them declassified. Correct. And apparently that didn't happen, in my opinion, anyway. I'm only speculating because if they were declassified, this would be a non-issue. Mm -hmm. And being that his own attorneys turned these documents in, 
and the investigation has began, there has to be more to the story. And how many more documents are there? Come on. That's not the it. We that's that's not it. I, I, think I don't pretty, believe that's it. I think we're pretty sure about that from whatever everything that has happened there. Um, we're gonna get into that today. Um visitor logs. Why are you still uh you're still beating the drum on this visitors log deal at his Delaware home? Yeah, you know, Vic, that's something I've been talking about. I mean, for many, 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 many months right now. Because when I first heard this almost a year ago, I was infuriated. Because think about this. A president, especially somebody like Joe Biden, who has such a tricky past, you know, the big guy, Peter Peter, of course, if he's at his Delaware home and he is meeting with different heads of state, different politicians, different people from all over the world, we need to know who he's meeting with. It's, it would be a different story if he's only at his home once in a while. But in 2021, he spent 101 days in his Delaware home. Oh, is that it? I haven't heard all That's the numbers. That's a little vacation. I know. For 2022, <laughs> I've heard it's closer to 100 days. So if he's spending 100 days a year at his Delaware home, that means he's conducting significant business out of his home. Then you got to start asking questions. Is he staying home so that he can meet with these people under the radar? And, you know, they they do keep visitor logs of people who visit his home. The Secret Service should be doing that. Now, why they refuse to turn them over, we really need to be asking those questions. Well, part of our live aspect of the show is your interaction. Robert says he could video chat around the world. How would we know? That's exactly right. We don't we when he's at his Delaware home, we don't know what he's doing. And you know, the reason why we have checks and balances in the presidential office is to make sure that there's no corruption that takes place, to make sure there's no underhanded dealings. When they won't turn over the visitor logs and we have a problem. You know, even Obama turned over his visitor logs. I know because I read them. You know, we saw that these people that were protesting in Ferguson and around the country were visiting Obama. Because he turned over his logs. President Trump turned over his visitor logs. Joe Biden refuses to turn over his visitor logs. If he doesn't want us to know who he's meeting with, then in my opinion, we've got a problem. Well, it's interesting, too, though. Okay, Melinda's telling us from the from the chat line that it was former President Obama who issued the executive order giving VPs the power to declassify. Um, I just heard it this morning. I was watching a clip with CNN. And their anchor said that it was Bush in 2003 who did it that gave. So you got two issues going on. One was an order issued where vice presidents, a sitting vice president can declassify. And was it Obama or was it Bush? Um, in the end, can you do it? Can you not do it? Um, I don't know. John says the president of the United States is not a private life position. There are reasons why. That's yeah. exactly no, right. I get it. You, when you're a president of the United States, you don't have a private life. What you're, if, you're if you're at your home, you're conducting business at your home. All of that information is kept in a record by the Secret Service. Why won't they release it to us? I'm glad that finally, after me talking about it for so long, other people are starting to pay attention. I mean, we try to cover all kinds of things across the world. We really do. And guess what's taking center stage right now? It's almost every story. It's Joe Biden. It's yes. Hunter Biden. Trust me. We're trying to dig deep. There's a lot of things we're getting into this week. But on a Tuesday, it continues to. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I laugh because Joe Biden. Um, yesterday, it's so bad. I, I didn't even send it to Scotty. 
He's saying happy birthday. Couldn't get a name right. He He's on stage singing happy birthday. Not the best choice. And he got the, uh, the name. I can't even imagine. But then he's out threatening American citizens again over the again, Second Amendment. For the third, this is the third time I'm I, aware of that he has threatened Americans, telling us we need Hellfire missiles and F-15s if we want to come up against the government. What is wrong with him? We, we always welcome all chat. We do. We welcome all chat. How can you defend this man who continues to do this? If you voted for Biden, tell us tell us why you would be happy with him again. I mean, this guy is all over the place. He can't reason. He's angry. He he he's older. Um his patience is has worn thin. Um, is this the link you sent me yesterday from Instagram? You no. sent me a little video yesterday. Uh, Biden, was that what it was? I can't. I don't even know. I can try to pull it up. Oh no! This is. Hold on a second. This, <laughs> this was from. Uh, I think this. The, you know what? I. Yes, it was. This was um, a Martin Luther King, um, celebration dinner, and this was going back to um, Ketanji Brown Jackson going to the Supreme Court. Um, we can go ahead and have some fun. Go ahead and play it. Listen to. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought it was relative no, to what you. I was no, making no, sure we didn't. You know what? It's relative it. to Joe. To Biden being an idiot. Knowing where he is. We're going to find out if we hear this audio real quick. Oh, yeah. We got a brand <laughs> new system here. Everything's evolving. It's awesome. All right. Here we go. It took just one generation. Segregation to the Supreme Court of the United States. <laughs> Those are the words of Katanji Brown Jackson. Supreme Court Justice. Kata- we can play that again, please. Kanji Drown. Jeez, Can we? Hey, Drew. Thank you. I'm. I'm proud. You Drew, and I'm proud of you, Drew, that you admit you voted for this man who is the worst president in the history of our country, and proving it on a daily basis <laughs> that he has no idea where the truck he is. Read that comment. Biden delivers epic speech. <laughs> <laughs> we got, let, let's, hear, let's hear again who Drew Collins voted for. Segregation to the Supreme Court of the United States, end of quote. Those are the words of Katanji Brown Jackson, our Supreme Court Justice. <laughs> <laughs> He provides us social media gold on a weekly basis. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable is what that is. (laughs) Absolutely unbelievable. Thank you for popping that up, Scott. I forgot that I'd sent you that. Whenever I I see things, I send them over to you. Um, So anyway, making all the headlines. This woman is an amazing woman who has busted her butt, overcome a lot of obstacles in her life, and he can't pronounce her name right. Are you talking about Katanji Brown? Yes. Oh my God, she's a socialist. I don't care if she's needs a to socialist. Be booted off of hey, Supreme Court. I'm just saying she has that no business being whether there. whether we agree with her or not, and we don't agree with her. You still try to show respect to people. Uh, no, you don't have to. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's not necessary. Anyway, that's. Uh, yeah, well, I, Joe also uh, was singing happy birthday, but it's so bad that it's not even funny until the end when he, happy birthday. <laughs> you don't even know the person's name. Uh, and later on, Scotty, I'm going to send you a clip of Joe Biden once again threatening Americans. He has threatened us with nuclear weapons. 
F-15s, and Hellfire missiles. Our, our very own alleged president threatening Americans. Did you send me that private, uh, previously? No, but, okay. I, I, but I will send it to yeah, you. Yeah, please do. And the what we've been doing is it's kind of a news headlines going down, and we can jump into the topics a little more later, too, what's happening. You also have another situation in regards to now an ex-Intel whistleblower official who signed the original Hunter Biden um, note, if you will, about the laptop being, quote, disinformation from Russians. Well, guess what? He has recanted and said he lied. I know. He said everybody knew that it was not Russian disinformation, and now it's being proven on a daily basis, uh, as we have seen uh, over and over again, Joe Biden. And it's and it's worthy because the president said he never had any dealings with his family's businesses or any associates, and now we're finding out pretty much on a daily basis he did. More validation. And Every something big is going to happen. It's just a matter of time. There's so much going on. Then you have Republican Jim Jordan coming out yesterday and saying, what what prompted the investigation or what prompted the looking into classified documents? Something did. And we talked about that on the show last week. Why? Why did documents start to become an issue? Why did we know? How did we know where to look for these classified documents? Do you think that Trump intentionally allowed his classified documents to be found again so that it would force, and this is just my own theory, so that it would force them to pay attention yeah. to what Joe Biden has? I brought that up last Thursday. Yeah. Same thing. I Maybe. It's like that. I mean, Trump's Trump is a very shrewd businessman. Yes, he is. He, he lives for doing things like that. And he knows they're not <laughs> going to pay attention unless they're forced to. So if they're investigating him and they're investigating the documents they found at Mar-a-Lago, that could force them to yeah. look at Joe Biden. Uh, and by the way, I'm not sticking up for Ketanji Brown-Jackson. I just looked down at the comment lines. I'm getting ripped about, hey, come on. She couldn't even define the word woman. Exactly. I'm not sticking for that. I was just a matter of saying, hey. At least get her name right, Joe. Well, especially because I mean, she's, she's part of his own party. She's a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> she's the first African-American on, or not the first, but the first African-American female on the bench. I mean, you would, uh, uh, John Jackson. Oh. Woo. Drown. Jackson. Drown. Yeah. <laughs> Is he racist now? Everybody's like just hoping it, he can get. Yes, he got through it, kind of. They the kind of clapped, I think, out of just feeling sorry for him. Like, ah, uh, he made it. Uh, Robert Peterball posting that the New York Post says that President Biden spent 167 days at his Delaware home. And, and that's only for, from what wow. I understand. think about the president. Yeah, I think that's for, that includes 2021 and part of 2022. So there could be more days in 2022. And think about this, in 2022... American taxpayers paid for 57 trips for Biden to be taken to his Delaware home on Air Force One. 57 trips taxpayers paid for. I'm, I'm trying to let that sink Remember in how they second. were after Trump over him yeah. playing oh, golf? Yeah. Oh, him yeah. going to Mar-a-Lago, him doing this. 57 times in one year we paid for Joe Biden to travel to Delaware. I can tell you this much. A lot of good thought process happens on a golf course. It does. That's where those deals are coming That's through right. the president's mind instead of eating ice cream in the basement. Oh, there's deals going Delaware. on there, too. 
yeah. over the ice cream. <laughs> well, he's not. He's a, not part he's of. He's not a part of the deals. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking place in the Delaware home. That's I mean, probably it, why they don't want to release the visitor logs because no one visited. He has no part in anything. Yeah, we should no. We should have a Super Bowl um, squares contest how, on who was actually who was actually at the Biden home that we are not being allowed to know. It so. never occurred to me that maybe no one has been there because Joe Biden's not making any decisions, and and that's a good way to make make people to i guess to trick us mm -hmm. to say okay well if he was at the white house we'd have to show visitor logs now he's at his home we know he's not making decisions <laughs> so we're not going to turn over the visitor log so now they they don't realize that oh no one visited it he's making so, no deals it is so bad uh every day every day every day every day every day every day and everything that's happening is being brought on to themselves by the Biden themselves it's time to pay the piper you've heard that phrase before i think it's going to happen. Something's going to happen. This story's not done. It continues to become national news, national fodder, and pretty much national comedy, unfortunately. Um, but not once, not once have we heard or been given any information, facts, that Joe Biden declassified those documents. There is no way in hell he declassified. I guarantee he didn't even know he could, even if it was Obama or Bush who made it possible? And something else makes me wonder if he declassified documents. Would you know if he declassified the documents? Because allegedly some of those documents are pertaining to, oh, his boss, Obama. I could be wrong, but I think they have to be and stamped Iran. declassified. I think if they are if they are declassified, they have to be stamped. I think they have a stamp because everything is so official that says declassified. I, I, I mean, I can't prove that, but that's what I would assume. Oh, uh, we'll go a big long. <laughs> Cindy says, I figure nothing will change when they get rid of Joe and put Kamala in place. Whoever is pulling the strings with Joe in office is going to do the same thing when she's there. She is so glaringly incompetent. You would have to be missing brain function to understand that she wouldn't be running anything. And she's not the vice president because of any skills that she has. Now, one of the questions we asked in our, our our slate today is, is globalism dying? I say no. No. Not, not at all. No. And we talk about puppet strings, and there's no doubt in my mind that, quote, puppet strings, the puppet master pulling those strings, I do believe that are people tied to globalism. I do believe it's people tied to a new world order. And all you need to do is control the big man in the country, and look what you can start to do. There's absolutely no doubt um, we always talk about George Soros. We talk about Klaus Schwab. If you don't know about Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum people going on. They took off. And I bring them up because I wouldn't doubt if they're in groups that are, quote, pulling the strings of American people. Well, you know they are. I believe the WAF. I, you always wonder who is the puppet master? Who is the puppet master? I have asked that I don't know how many different times. Who is the shadow government? And I really do think it's the WEF. I think that they are pushing globalism, uh, socialism around the country, pushing de depopulation, pushing to close our farms, take away our land. Y you know, they're, they're behind it every step of the way. And there's massive protesting going on right now around the WEF conference. You know, from what I've heard, hundreds, maybe thousands of people there protesting. They have 5,000 troops guarding the conference. And I would have to think at this day and time, 
those folks, their lives are in danger because I'll tell you what, it, people are waking up and we see now what Schwab and Gates and some of these other members of the WF, what they're doing to our country, what they're doing to our future. And it, these are things that people do have to worry about, you know, obviously their lives being threatened. Maybe that's why they left. Um, I don't think that you get a media sighting and known about Klaus Schwab leaving and George Soros leaving early and on the same day unless they want us to know. Correct. Is it some sort of signaling for something or to take our attention off of something else that's happening? I mean, come on. We've gone through so many things as Americans chasing the shiny object as we talk about the light. The puck, it doesn't add up. It they just, probably it, don't care, just like so many other things they don't care about anymore. You know, the WEF and all of these different socialist, people with socialist agendas, they stop trying to hide things from us because they know there's nothing we can do. The only thing that's happening to globalism, globalism is not dying. It's becoming more powerful. But, but in the future, with the rise of BRICS against NATO, I do think that's going to have a very heavy impact on globalism because at some point BRICS is going to be the higher GDP. They're going to control more of the population if all of these different countries end up joining BRICS as they propose. Yeah, if it continues on the same pattern, and no then doubt. That, it, it's crazy to think that we as Americans, the only hope we have of crushing globalism, we have to put our, our faith in Putin. And our faith in China oh, no. as much as that's oh, crazy no. <laughs> and we don't want to do that. It, they are the only. As opposed to some unknown global force. It, it, I don't I wouldn't call them unknown global force. We know who the WF well, they're not is. A, but they're not a country. They're, well, NATO. We NATO is pushing for globalism. We know who NATO is. We know who all the G7 countries are. We know, obviously, the United States, Europe, etc. We know they are pushing hard for globalism and socialism. And the only person rising up against globalism is Russia, is Putin. And look what we're doing to him. Don't tell me that this war that we're waging against Russia isn't about eliminating Did you Putin. hear President Biden say that he supports a one-world government? I didn't know he had said that. Oh, he has said it many times. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Many times. <laughs> Anyone under NATO who supports NATO absolutely has to support well, a one-world government. Well, I guess that would make sense because when remember when Biden took office— he promised to have the most transparent administration in the history of our country. But now when it matters most with documents and classified documents and all kinds of questions, he's nowhere to be found. He's not answering. He walked away from reporters yesterday. He's refusing to talk. But should we be surprised? I'm going to have the most transparent government ever. Well, yeah, he can't right. be if he's being held or 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 put in place by others. Uh, Drew Collins says, Tabitha, you have to be kidding me. China? It's uh, Drew, I can't believe I'm saying it myself, but China and Russia together are the only forces fighting globalism. Because I'll tell you what, here in the United States, we sure aren't. Yes, but yes, China is our enemy. They're a, I would say they're our number one enemy. Uh, from our comment line, Robert says, and he says it multiple times, global supply chains are failing. Global supply chains are failing. Where does that put us? Does that change anything? And, of course, Glenn says, 
He never answers any questions. <laughs> no, he doesn't. The worst president in the history of our country when it comes to actually speaking to the media and answer, answering questions. And then John says, Tabitha, China wants bricks. Well, China is bricks. The C mm -hmm. in bricks is China. Well, China's our number one threat, as Lizzie says. There's no doubt about that. They are. You know, it's kind of a... It, the world is a crazy place. China is our number one threat. No question about it. But China and Russia and Iran, all of these countries are fighting against globalism. Against globalism. But the one thing that gets... Okay. We talk about BRICS. We talk about globalism. It all gets back to Biden. A lot of these things are connecting. We got into globalism because, oh, who are the puppet masters? A connects to B, B to C, and so forth. George Soros. We were talking about, um, we also had Klaus Schwab and who they're connected to. And then the next alphabet, so to speak, if you're going on the ABCD line, Ukraine. And now, what the hell is going on? Tabitha, did you tell me we have Ukrainian soldiers being trained in Oklahoma? Yes. Of all places? Yes. As a matter of fact, a, a five-week training mission just started. We have American troops, which is not, this is not the first time we've had American troops training Ukrainians, but we have American troops in Germany training Ukrainian soldiers. We have Ukrainian soldiers in Oklahoma. They arrived over the weekend. So for five weeks, the United States, our troops are going to be training Ukrainian troops how to work the Patriot Missile Defense Systems. And that is something that it sets a precedent because, you know what, now we've brought the war here to our own soil. Good point. When you train soldiers. Russia sees it that way. Of course they do. When you train soldiers on your soil here in the United States, we already know it's a proxy war. Now we're taking Ukrainian troops, bringing them back here on our own soil and training them on the Patriot Missile Defense System, which you know, which you know Putin is not happy about that we're giving them a Patriot missile defense system. That's a really big deal. What he's going to do about it, what he's said about it, yet I don't know, but I'm sure he's going to have something to say because we just keep poking him and poking him, and it sets a precedent for us to have Ukrainian troops right here on our own soil. <laughs> I wish I was surprised, but when I saw that come down, I was like, wait a minute, Tabitha. Now we're bringing Ukrainian troops over here. Uh, I can't wait to the... Uh, the parliamentary member of Ukraine that we will have in studio next week. To I speak, can't wait to speak about myself. And, and it's good for us to talk about that so that we can actually promote what's happening, what will be happening and get some of the behind the scenes of what's actually going on in Ukraine. And, um, you know, why there's troops here, how he feels about that. What's coming out of that? What's next? All of these situations, because all of a sudden, Joe Biden and these documents have taken a or classified documents have taken a real big center stage over the last couple of weeks. And then we haven't heard from Elon Musk lately. He, he released another batch. It's not that we haven't heard from Elon Musk. The media is just not spreading the word like they were. He released another batch of documents yesterday. I have not had time to look at them. Neither did I. And you wouldn't even know because MSM is not covering it any longer. For a while there, he was all the talk. But, you, you know, just because the media is not. Telling you what someone's mm -hmm. doing doesn't mean they're not still out there fighting the good fight. <laughs> I know. You know I, that. Well, it almost seems as if, well, we're, you know, I, I've had my say. I'm going to take a little break now. Joe Biden, you take center stage. Uh, world uh, situations, you take stuff. Um, 
you know, Zelensky's out there saying now the deadly Russian strike on another apartment co- complex was a war crime, that it's continuing on. And then when we talk about China with this whole global situation and China being our number one fleet, our number one um, enemy, another big expert with the U.S. Navy has just talked about how the bigger fleet always wins when it comes to a water war. That's correct. The bigger fleet imposes the biggest threat. Guess who has the biggest fleet right now? Well, that would be China. It is China. It's not the United they States. They overpower us with weapons. They overpower us. Because right now, first of all, we're weak. We've given all of our weapons to Ukraine. And guess who has the rare earth minerals to make more weapons and more artillery, more China. tanks? That would be China. Yeah, but they want also want our natural resources. And despite the mainstream media telling you that we don't have oil here, we've got a ton of oil here. China yes. knows it as China well. China doesn't need our oil anymore because guess what they did? They oh, made yeah. a deal <laughs> with <laughs> Afghanistan. Did. Yes, they did. And now they have Afghanistan's yeah, you, oil. Yeah, but you can never get enough of it. Of we, course. And, and we have a massive natural uh, resource under our soil that you're not being told about. You do. I believe it. I've seen some of the documents. Oh, no question. I believe we have enough here. God-given natural resources. Absolutely so. They want our farmland. They want and, our, and you know what? And and. Our government will give them our farmland. They already are giving China our farmland. It's happening right here in the state of Missouri. And, yes, they do want our farmland. And they have police stations, substations across our country. But time out, time out, time out, time out. It's true. <laughs> Scott, did you hear that? She, who has police China stations? Does. Okay. China does. They, China has where, police where, stations. Where is, where is uh, one that uh, comes to mind? I don't know. They're dotted all across the country. And a lot of them are near military bases. What do you mean they're oh dotted? Oh, my gosh. Vic, how do you not know this? You, I know you know this. You're just messing with me. No, I mean, I just want to know exactly where they are so we so tourists can come take pictures. China. So we can speed by. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not. they're not hiding it. China has police <clears> stations <throat> here. And they, ha- they claim they have these police stations to monitor Chinese citizens who are here in the United States. They have no business monitoring Chinese citizens in the United States. It's not their business when their people are here. But what they're also being accused of doing is I want to know where there's a China substation in the show me I state. I know there's one. Oh, I don't I don't know if there's one in. I don't know if they Because we're going to get Governor Parson on real yeah, quick. Yeah, I don't think there's one in Missouri. Because there ain't no way in hell At that least, farmer politician is letting a Chinese substation happen in the show me state. Yeah, if there is, I've not heard about it in Missouri. But they're mm-hmm. usually near military bases. Because they've been having a big problem with them allegedly hijacking communications. They put up these big oh, cell think? towers and hijack communications. And, and we've, we're allowing it to happen. We just allow it to happen. And if, if anyone out there, I know we have some very intelligent listeners. So if there's anyone out there who knows where one of these Chinese well, uh, police stations are, definitely New York let City us know. Is, New York City, we're getting that right now. But that wouldn't surprise me either. I know there are mm. several across the country, and they're all CCP near is in bases. L.A., New York City based. Off the article I saw, oh, very highly democratic areas. Imagine Sur- that! Surprise, surprise. I, I've heard the rumor before, Tabitha, but I promise you, I do not know a lot about quote Chinese substations all over the United States. Yes. Now I always tease you, it's, and, I, and it's open. It's not. It's nothing that. It's not a conspiracy. They're not trying to hide it. The government has talked about it. It's actually been very open. Do we have American police slash substations in China? Of course not. Oh. And when did these come (laughs) into place? I've only heard about them maybe the past nine months. How long I've been here, I don't know. (laughs) 
Uh, one of our listeners said, hey, I think I've seen one on Manchester. It's called oh. Relax Massage. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I saw one called Washington University over in uh, U-City. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, funny. No. Dwelling says, yes, it's true. They're around. There you go. Glenn says, didn't Eric Schmidt cut a deal with China? Yes. yes not, for not for a Not for substations. Not for substations. But to sell land to China right here in the great state of Missouri. <laughs> we have to make sure we're like, uh, oh, yeah, we'll make sure we know what we're doing there, first of all. Um, are you feeling a little uneasy about this Chinese situation, the global aspect of what's happening right now? What's the next shoe to fall? Uh, you know, yes and no. I, I I don't believe timing happens by chance anymore. That's going on. The Biden documents coming out. Hunter Biden's laptop. Elon Musk all of a sudden throwing out information that we've never seen in this country. Everything happening all at once. Well, it's all by de- everything that happens in this country is by design. What you see in the news is by design because it's all propaganda leading your brain down a certain train of thought and right now that train of thought is hey they're ready to get rid of biden it's taken them a while but they're ready to get rid of biden and now they've given the the media the okay okay let's talk about it that would have never happened had the government not given the media the okay glenn says release the killer hornets yeah if eric were here he would be able to tell you that who's eric I know. I have no, Eric's he's no. MIA this morning. <laughs> That's all right. I'm going to have to readjust the camera to the right <laughs> and zoom in. <laughs> I think he's probably sitting out in the car. He likes to listen to us before he comes in. I get it. And Busby mm. said that per, let's see, per Brass and Unity podcast, the host said they kidnapped Chinese citizens in Canada. I don't know about that, but I yeah, have heard I mean, about them kidnapping Chinese citizens right here in the United States. I actually just read about it yesterday. One of our biggest, quote, conspiracy theorists, in my humble opinion, and I say that affectionately. Yes, because it means truth. truth Because it just means truth (laughs) before it's actually accepted in the national media, as we have seen. Uh, Robert says, President McCarthy. (laughs) I knew that would peak you up. (laughs) You're such a big McCarthy fan. Ugh. Even though he is... He's done some good things. Even though he's doing a good job right now. Because he knows he's being held to the fire. (laughs) And he knows that because he agreed to these new rules, if he gets these votes of no confidence, he's gone. So he has to to stand up for us. And I I think he will. He is, and I think he will. uh, See, Martin, they could shred docs and not have said one word. And that's exactly right. At 100%, which is the first instant that we heard about anything going on with the stroves like okay this is planned this is all for the cameras and what's donald's and what's donald trump's deal with all of this because i continue to run he hasn't said much no and i continue (laughs) i'm just he's just sitting back laughing i was talking (laughs) to a friend yesterday who is one of the biggest trump fans ever and he is done with trump He's done with Trump. He's like, I voted. He's like, no. A lot of people are. With all of the craziness that's going on right now, the last thing, just one man's view, not everybody, but we're starting to hear more of it. I, at least I am. Where's Trump in all of this? Is he really the Republicans' best candidate? Is he the guy that's going to change? Is he a part of the establishment? No. He's not a part of any of it? He's playing people? No. I still, I still love Trump. I, you know, he still has a special... Very special place in my heart. I still think he's the best president we've ever had. I think America first policies is the best thing that ever happened to this country. Correct. 
But no unfortunately, doubt. the only no thing, doubt. the only at negative, the right time, and at the right time when we so desperately needed it. And what's so great is I feel like Trump served his purpose and that he stepped into that role. You know, he won against all odds. He created these America First policies. And he saw that we are truly the majority because we supported these policies. And I know that anyone, any Republican candidate coming after him knows if they don't have these America First policies, they're not going to get our support. Well, Robert says, Tabitha, let's remind you, Trump was not elected. He was selected. That's right. Oh, you agree? Well, I agree that he was selected by us, <laughs> Let me the repeat that. No, not selected by us, the people. Us, the people selected Elected him. means selected by I've, the people. Selected means I, but I know, but chosen. I know, and I've heard that theory before, and I don't agree with it. Well, you, so if you agree with a theory, then you're not a conspiracy theorist. But if you disagree, then you are a conspiracy theorist. I don't know one direction or the other, <laughs> but what I do believe is I do, you know, I I was a sort of Trump campaign girl back in yes, the year 2000. I remember that. You said he you would ride his little Louis. dinghy. I don't know. I was you talking about that was a boat. But you said. <laughs> I was talking your, about the little boat that goes was, to the big I'll boat. Your quote was, I'll ride Trump's, Trump's little dinghy. <laughs> that was, I was talking about his Tinder boat. Okay. <laughs> but so back in the day, you know, Tinder. In, in the year 2000, <laughs> Trump wanted to run for president. He floated yes. it out there. He talked about it. I got to meet Trump. I was able to present him with a Trump for president button. I handed out Trump for president buttons but did all you get around a- the St. Louis area. Okay. And getting to meet him, very nice, humble guy, and very down to earth. He wanted to change this country back then. And I think that that just kind of kept drilling at him over the years. And he finally said, you know what? We are just going further down this path of no return. I have to stand up and do something now. The Republican establishment never would have selected Trump. There is no way in a million years. He has completely torn their party apart. Which gets us back to that whole globalism situation. No doubt in my mind that globalism is alive and well. And Trump was the biggest threat to, quote, globalism, in my humble opinion. All you have to do is look at the world meetings that he showed up at. Flipping his nose up at people, standing in front of people, not shaking hands with people. They were used to having control. They being those and the countries and those people associated with any sort of global agendas. And Trump was like, F you. He's like, I'm all about America. I'm not getting into any of that stuff. And then we saw some of the things that started to happen. We've never seen a president be berated so much. We've never seen a president go through so much. We've never seen a president deal with hoaxes and fake news about him and what he's been trying to do. So I, I there's no doubt in my mind that globalism is alive and well. Globalism is definitely alive and well. And, you know, and back to, Vic, you talking about Trump being selected. Think about this. When Trump was president, and, and I think a big part of the reason why they came out and staged this coup to get him out of office where he didn't have a second term was because he wanted to withdraw from the U.N. and he wanted to withdraw from NATO. Bingo. There is no way he was selected because if he were selected, he would have been all for NATO and Robert, the U.N. Robert, what say you on that? What say you, Robert? We'll give you your, your, your point to jump in on that. Uh, he was a threat, no doubt about it. But if you can't be controlled, then you're considered a threat no matter what. That's right. No matter what, and I repeat, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what you're doing, all of a sudden, Elon Musk decides to, quote, say, you know what? I'm going to change gears here, and I'm actually going to let the American people know about things that I see 
Uh, you know what? At one point in time, I was a Democrat. Now I see a suppression of information, a problem with freedom of speech, a problem with the First Amendment. And I'm going to let people know. And then, boom, Elon Musk is all of a sudden enemy number one, where companies are now jumping in together to not even allow Twitter, as we heard again last week, uh, its own app on Google or Apple. Of course not. Of course not. So you see what happens if you continue to let people know the truth. I mean, think about that. Getting angry at the person who's letting truth be known. It all gets back in to a global agenda. It gets back into puppet masters. It gets back into control. And it gets back into Elon. You know what? I, I don't care. I'm going to continue to do this. And then he proceeded to lose $200 billion. Globalism is going nowhere. Uh, did I say that right? $200 billion? Yeah, he lost yeah. $200 billion. Because he had $400 billion. It was down to $200 It's the billion. most money any one person has ever lost in the history of the United States. All because he said, you know what? I'm not going to stay there anymore. Hey, once again, go to canceltheshow.com. Tab of the hassle. Eric Johnson coming in. I'm Vic Faust. Scott Gerkins here with his daughter in studio. Not on camera now. Maybe we'll see her at some point today. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if we can get her in there. Uh, jump into the show. Uh, lots more to talk about next hour. Um, interesting also coming up. If you don't think things are happening in this country, did you see what happened at Mall of America? Mm, yeah. Guy just tries to walk into the mall. He can't even wear a certain shirt. Yep. Um, it'll blow your mind if you haven't heard what's happened. But again, it is Minnesota. And if you haven't been to Minneapolis uh, anytime recently, it is now the country of Somalia as well, amongst other things. Um, anyway, 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 jump in. If there's topics you want to get into, let us know. Lizzie, I just see online. Yeah, Mall of America. Mm -hmm. us. Big, big, big story there. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll talk about what's happening from that standpoint. Elon Musk, as I brought up, had a very interesting uh quote yesterday that he tweeted out we'll talk about that see where you think that that's headed um tabitha is begging to talk about how bad drivers are in oh st. i can't louis. wait i can't wait is it st charles county or st louis county it's, it's probably the entire country stop it but i only experience it in st charles county because that's where i live and there is an african-american congresswoman who doesn't want white people to have free speech you can't make this crap up she's elected she is an elected woman saying that, and she's not from a liberal state. Just wait to hear that. It is canceltheshow.com. Go to our website, share the show, go on all of the platforms, share the show, like it for us, continue to support us. Let us know what's getting you going this morning. And uh, of course, chime in on the chat line if you want to. Talk to you in just a little bit. Uh, back with more. Cancel this. Hey guys, welcome back into the show, canceltheshow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. About six weeks in now, I'm Vic Faust with Tab the Hassle. Eric Johnson will be here. We've also got the Gherkins in-house today. The Gherkins. The whole family. <laughs> plural now. That's right. A lot, lot of pickles. A lot of pickles. We should, we should pop your daughter up on the camera until Eric gets here if she wanted to make her debut. <laughs> she could probably teach us some things. <laughs> <laughs> You're 16. You like what you like our material, right? Are we doing all right? She listens to school. What? She texts me. I am watching the yes. show. Eric. We you're it's and, a and technically you're a Gen Zer, right? Yeah, she's well, yeah. We Eric, we as you walk in, we've got a Gen Zer. We'll get you set up, buddy. A six, a 16-year-old. Yeah, finding something out. 
a 16 year old Gen Zer listening to us at school. You know what? I found I something it. out. The Gen Zers are actually the good guys. I'm really? learning a lot of stuff Did about Gen Z. Did you think they weren't the good that, guys? No, I thought the Gen Zs were the instigators of all this woke they're, garbage. They're turning things they're around. They're not. Many of them are. It's the Many. millennials. The millennials are the wokesters out well, there. Well, there's wokesters in all <laughs> categories of people, Eric. Yeah, it's the Gen Zs that are like, I'm sick of you. You guys are rambunctious. I hate this. So thank you for coming and showing up with us. I love it. Yes. Well, she's very lucky to have Scotty and Marla as her parents. Yeah, that's a good point. Everything starts at the home with the parents. She'd probably beg to differ. But oh! <laughs> <laughs> this is Cancel This. Go to all of our, uh, you can check out all of our, our uh, episodes at cancelthisshow.com. Also, um, we're, we're starting to, to partner with people. And we love what we're doing. If you want to donate, you can also go to our cancelthisshow.com website, upper right-hand corner. If it's on a mobile phone you're at, you just click on the menu. And once you click on the menu, it'll take you to the donate uh, section as well. Uh, we love that. Of course, we'll let people know if you want us to and just how you're supporting what we're doing, the free speech, and as we continue to grow. Um, it is an upward trend. We were looking at some of those numbers yesterday, and we're grateful for you doing that. Okay. This blew my mind because I know, I know there's parts of America where it seems as if mm -hmm. communism and anything anti-Christian right. and anything anti-patriotic reigns supreme. Right. I get it. I've been to Minneapolis. I've seen what's happening there. It's not a place where you, go. you can comfortably wear an American flag. Or anything of that nature without having lots, and I repeat, lots of people get all over you. Well, with yeah. that being said, a guy just tried to walk into the mall. Of America. Mall of America. Been there many the times. The mall. With a t-shirt that read, Been there many Jesus times. is the only way. And there's a security guard telling him he needs to take the shirt off or leave. He cannot come in to this public place for his mall, into the mall, because, quote, uh, on the back... Of the shirt, it said it had a coexist symbol. It coexist. Yeah, it's been around for a while, though. Yes. So the security guard said, uh, uh, listen, can you, like, this is like mall cop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mall cop. Mall cop. Yeah. Yeah. Going, uh, yeah, uh, Jesus is associated with religion and it's offending people. I, isn't that crazy? The guy tried to reason with the guards, <laughs> telling them that he didn't speak or say a word to anything in terms of preaching. He was removed from the mall. They said he was removed from the mall for preaching the gospel on another occasion. And what's wrong with that? And this is an African-American man in his shirt that says Jesus is the only way. What is wrong with wearing a shirt that says Jesus? How does it that actually offend did, it had a line anyone? The, it has a line through coexist. How, does, how can the word Jesus, a shirt that says Jesus, be offensive right here in the United States of America, which was founded on Christianity. But you know, it may be offensive to some people, and that's fine. But guess what? There's a lot of things we see that are offensive well, in our everyday life. Here's the deal. We have a Gen Zer in the room. I love it. Because these are the people that are going to bring this whole thing back. The reason that you can't do that is because it's, it's trendy, it's fashionable. And when a certain generation says no... We're going back to church, and there's a reason we're going to go back to church, and this is part of our community again. When it doesn't offend people enough in mass, when you ha don't have these democratic institutions that will back you up saying you can't have religion anymore, you have to make it trendy again 
to be a Christian again. You have to. I'm sorry. It's like pop culture, unfortunately. So it's very trendy right now, Tabitha. I think it's, it's bigger very issue than tr- that. It's very trendy right now to be offended. That's the trend. Well, it is. It is. That's the trend. On one side of things, Eric. To be offended is trendy in the United States it's of America. It's not trendy in the world. for conservatives. It's, it's, it, it, I wouldn't even call it trendy. We, we have liberals, progressive liberals in particular, who are offended by everything. And if it offends them, then that means you can't do it because their rights are more important than your rights. But in this situation at the Mall of America, the problem is, is it's highly Islamic. Bingo. And it's okay. I have no issue with Islam, but I do have an issue with people who are Islamic who say, okay, I'm Islamic and your Christianity offends me. That is where we have to, where in my, my personal life. Well, then you is. would have to be able to say that the burqas offend you. If you walk into the Mall of America and you're a Christian, you got to go, that burqa is killing me. I can't tell who's behind but that. But we thing. don't do that, do we? No, we really don't. Yeah, but I don't think that it would get very far, Eric. It I would, really you're, you're right. You would be called a racist. Yes, you would. You Why? would not at Mall of America. You wouldn't be able to say that. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get it. No. So then, here the man talked about the man being the security guard. Said the mall's policies forbid picketing, demonstrating, soliciting, protesting, or petitioning on the pro- the premises. Now keep in mind, all he did was wear a shirt in. He didn't say a word. Yeah. Then. The guy goes, again, sir, it's a religious soliciting issue. So you're religiously soliciting. That's what he told the man with the T-shirt. There's no soliciting allowed on mall property, which is private property. Now, you know why so he said this, So right? now he's saying you're soliciting, but it's religious soliciting. But you know the backstory, right? Shame on. The, the only backstory I know is that this man in the past had said something. Exactly. And, and but he hadn't done anything. He's never, from what I read, and I tried to research this a little bit, from what I understand, he's never done it, never crossed the line, never shown any kind of violence or harassed people. But he knows, like so many of us do, Mall of America is highly Islamic. It's very, it's right next to a no-go zone for people who don't know what a no-go zone is. It's an area ran by Sharia law. Mm-hmm. And they have their own police force. They have their own court system, and it's Islamic. And they're very intolerant of Christianity. And so this guy intentionally goes to Mall of America because he knows that ninety percent of the folks that go to Mall of America are Islamic, and they're part of this no-go zone. And so him just wearing that T-shirt makes them think he's there to protest. If somebody wears an Allah shirt into Mall of America, are they being asked to remove it? Of course not. Well, here's or the deal. promoting Muhammad yeah. or promoting any faith outside of Christianity. Lizzie says that her eighth grader says all religions it's okay to talk about, but not Christianity. Here's the deal. That's right. And I don't even care if you're a Christian or not. You can be an atheist. No, you're, you're, it doesn't you just, matter. You you're wearing talk, a shirt. You guys just talk past yourself a little bit How because you said this: if I come into the Mall of America, and you're wearing a hijab, and I can't see your face, and I go up to the and I <laughs> well, go, hijab just and covers I, your and I, face. And I, and I, hijab and I, just hold covers on. your hair. And I walk over to Mall Cop, and he's riding his little scooter or whatever it is, and I say that that chick is freaking me out, and I do not understand this whole hijab thing. You need to have her take it off immediately because of my. Now, 
that, that's, that's a not going to happen. No, it's not a different story. Well, it's it, the well, same no, story. No, it is a different story. It's the same bucket of stories. No, it's, here's it's where it's different, It's the same bucket Eric. of stories. It's they, not the same. Yeah, it is. It's offensive <laughs> no, to me. That their in religious United... rights are protected under our Constitution. Us, us as Christians, well, they're you, not. You didn't even let me get to the payoff pitch. Okay. So here comes the reliever. He's walking down to the, <laughs> he's, he's walking down to the dugout. Here's the deal. You need to have a bunch of Christians... They come and raise a lot of cane with a lot of signs and say, this is the United States of America. We're not going to take clothing off because you tell us to take clothing off. There needs to be a confrontation here. But it doesn't seem like Christians want to wage those wars. They just don't. Or people who have religious freedom. The only ones that want it, like you just said, this is a Muslim community. They've won the day. Mm-hmm. Now, basically, just live with the, the fact that we're going to be in the majority now and just deal with it. If you want to win this battle, you have to, A, have the pop culture on your side, and number two, be able to say, we're done. We're done here. Cancel culture's over. We'll do whatever the hell we want because we live in the United States of America. That's it. Period. So if you want to lose, if you want to continue losing, then don't do anything. It, unfortunately, in this country, it doesn't work that way, Eric, because other oh, people— Oh, sure it does. They're a burka, sure it does. We shouldn't have burkas anywhere in this country, quite honestly, but burkas are protected. Burka doesn't offend me, for real. I was just using that as an example. Well, they do offend it's me. It's a prop. A burka does offend me. Is oh, well, there you go. Is it be offensive because of a it's security offensive. risk? Or r- well, it is, a, it is a security risk, but it's Or because offensive. of the female aspect of control over a female. It, it, that's part of the issue, but the other part of the issue is that if you see someone in a burka— that means they are in the far extreme region of Islam. You know, I know a lot of folks who are Islamic, a lot of Muslims, they don't wear burqas. I, I, I know maybe one person that's even worn a, a hijab, which is just a hair covering. And when you get to see where people are wearing burqas, those are fanatics. They don't belong here. Burqas do not belong in the United States, but they're protected as a religious freedom. Christianity is I can't, not can't, protected, I, I you, but a, but are, a burqa are, is. Are you, are you debating the dynamic of it, or are you debating how to fix the problem? I'm trying to debate how to fix the problem. If you really want the mm-hmm. problem fixed, you have to become a religion that is respected again in this country. You're mm-hmm. not respected. I'm telling you that right now. Government doesn't respect you. Uh, the young, the, the ge- least respected. Yeah, Christianity is still the majority in this country. You might be right, but it, but, it, I am definitely but, right. but visually, the quietest majority ever. But visually, if you walk into any public space or definitely private space, you are now ostracized as being, oh, you're one of those. Whereas if you walk in as a Muslim or even as a, uh, um, you, know, you know, who are the people that have the, uh, um, any other religion, Judaism, whatever. Hasidic Jews? Hasidic <laughs> Jews. You're not. You're not. It's just the fact that they cannot control you. If you're a Christian, period, Jesus Christ has your hand. You are not, you are, they, people that are Christian believe that the government is underneath all of that stuff. And until that happens, the government can't really come after you. They can't control you like they want to. That's really the issue here. The government wants to control you. And if you're a religious person in a religious organization, religious organizations can say all kinds of things that offset what the government says. That's why it's important to vote at your local levels, because during COVID, and we've talked about this before on the show, during COVID times, guess what? Mosques didn't close. Why do you think the government really, why do you think the government sides? Why do you think the government sides? Why do you think the government sides with people who are against Christianity in public spaces? Why do you think that is? It, well, it's not the the government. You think it's it is like, demo- is progressive Democrats. It's because they because can't they control promote you. atheism. They try to do everything in their oh, power like to that, control Eric. you. 
everything. If you are a Christian, you're not going to control me. I have a I have a spiritual being that controls me. You can make laws to make me pay taxes, but you're not going to control my mind. When did you're all not this control- start? This is back in the 80s, late 80s. Remember when the Obama po- as president PC. brought the Muslim Brotherhood into the White yes, House? Yes, I do remember that. First time ever. First time ever. And that wasn't even controversial. It was controversial to us, but in the to media, it wasn't it was. controversial. It wasn't that. Eh. The Muslim That's their boys. The, okay, but think about this. The Muslim Brotherhood has been deemed a terror organization. Yeah. And Obama brought them into the White House and placed these folks in key positions. And and that's not downing the Muslim community because 99% of Muslims are fine with Christianity. They're fine with whatever you want to do. They want to I know a lot of people will disagree with me How on many that. percentage? I would say I would at least say nine. I would say the majority. I think yeah. it's way less. You think so? Just from my experiences, yeah. but all we have is our own experiences. Well, ex- exactly. You know, some of the Muslims that I've talked to, they're like, you know, we just we want to be happy. We want you to be happy. You f- practice your faith, we'll practice our faith. But I know there's a lot of people who believe but when the faith say you should not accept the other faiths there's an issue it, it, that's like that's where you draw the line exactly bottom line this is about selling and soliciting they're accusing him of soliciting souls <laughs> they are that's exactly that's so what they're soliciting so that was what the mall cop said that was yeah, in his report you're, you're, <laughs> the problem is your solicit yes your so. your solid your religious soliciting well, you know, that's punishable by death in Muslim countries. Yes, it is. And so we have to remember when you're at the Mall of America, which is a majority Muslim area mall, mm. the majority of patrons are going to be Islamic. When you when you have a situation in their country where they're coming from, and a lot of these people are new to this country, most of them have not been born here. And these people would put you to death for wearing this Jesus T-shirt in their mm. country. So to them, it's offensive. This is a fantastic quote by Robert Peterball. It's like a divorce. It only takes one to cause a conflict, and then a lot of crap can happen after, afterwards. That's true. So, Mall of America, will they suffer any consequences? Will Christians go against them? Will Christ, Well, do a lot of people still go to Mall of America? Of I, course I don't know. they do. Because They've had a lot of, of shootings and I've other been, crazy I've been stuff there. there. You know, it, it's cool. I saw it. Like 15, cool. 20 years ago. It was cool then. I don't big. know if it is anymore. It's big. <laughs> they got two Spencer's gifts there. It's so big. Spencer's gifts. <laughs> Talk about 80 stores. <laughs> you know that's right. Well, do you remember a couple years ago, there was a Muslim man who grabbed a little boy. He was just a couple years old and threw him off the balcony. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I do. That's what, like four stories straight down. Yes. He survived, yeah. but with very serious injuries. Yeah, that's not good. Mall no. of America. You're right. But that was okay. Yeah. Basically, the, the good people up there in the uh, Minneapolis area have given the uh, entire community over to the Muslim community. Nothing wrong with that, but you got to watch out because they're trying to bring in Sharia law. They're, mm-hmm. they, they're going into these they public, these very private, in. pla- these private institutions, and they're bringing their, look at, Again, you are in the era of slow boil. <laughs> you're in the area. You're living in a time right now, Tabitha, where you kind of can feel the past. You can, you, with your left arm, you can kind of feel what it was like to live in a free society. And then with your right arm in 20 years, if you don't do anything about it, 
If you let this go untested up in Minneapolis, the good people of Minneapolis will have a Mall of America that has got basically the Quran is the first thing you see when you walk into it. So it's kind of a we- you either have to go stand up for what you want or else just let it die. And it, if you want to comment on the subject, I, I included the link where you could video link and join us here on the show. Uh, I just put that in at 824, 17 seconds. So you have a link there where you can click on the link. And video link with us and talk with us. We always invite everybody on the show. It's just one of those things. I know Minneapolis is a very liberal place. And there are several places in our country. And, several. And I know there are a lot of people from the Middle East there. There's a lot of Somali, Somalians there. Somalians there. I, I get it. And I get that America is a melting pot. But for a mall to go after a guy and say, that, well, people say that your shirt's offensive, so you have to take it off. Or leave man i guess i shouldn't be surprised but i am just a little bit i mean how i i and i get it I, you know when i first read the article i'm like that's crazy he's wearing a jesus shirt and they're making him take his shirt off or leave but then when you talk about these no-go zones dearborn michigan it, beaumont texas the columbia missouri i've heard there's like a block or two in columbia missouri i don't know if that's true i've not seen it with my own eyes you know, obviously, Minneapolis, Minnesota, New York City. They Here in the United States, we have Joe Biden threatening Americans with Hellfire missiles, F-15s, nuclear weapons. But yet we have other people coming into this country who are taking block by block by block. And, that's, and they're expanding their area. They're hiring their own police forces. They're conducting their own court system by Sharia law. How is that allowed in this country? Because because the good people of this country will will be trampled underfoot to a certain extent as long as it's not too uncomfortable. I'll live here. I've lived here my whole life. Seems like the Muslims are coming in a lot more. Seems like my Christianity is kind of getting boxed out a little bit more. But I'm still comfortable. We talk about it on this show all the time. All the time. You're, when you are a human being and you're still kind of comfortable, I'm not going to go wave, make a lot of waves right now. You need a lot of people that feel the same way that you do to really make any kind of change. And I hear you. I hear the compassion in your voice. Guess where it's coming, Eric, right here to St. Louis, Okay. because guess what? We are establishing right here in St. Louis, just South of the arch. We have an area that we are building. We're putting millions of dollars into, and we are going to have, I've heard up to 25,000 or more Afghans. Yeah, that's happening. It's coming in. That's what they're trying to do. But there you go. Uh, and that doesn't mean they're all going to establish a no-go zone. Yeah, let's go to our uh, our chat line. Um, we we invite people in. We have a video link there. Just go down. It was about 824 where I put in um, the video link. If you wanted to join and top, talk about this topic or somebody else, you can let us know. Um, Scott, you said Jill's on the line? All right. Jill, Jill we bring, is on the line. We bring Jill into the show. Hey, Jill. I don't see Jill, which is why I was asking you, Scott. I, I think see. she's got her video shut off. Jill, are you there? Oh, okay. So, okay, that's all right. We're an evolving show. We'll figure it out in just a second. Scott's going to make sure that we get your volume on, uh, on our show. So, do our listeners can our listeners hear Jill? And you can let us know on the chat line. Um, we appreciate that. Well, we'll go ahead and try to do this. Uh, now. All right, Jill, go ahead. What's on your mind this morning, Jill? Yeah, we don't have. Um, it's going to the TV. 
Oh, they can hear her. Are you there, Jill? You can go ahead. Oh, so we lost Jill there. We'll get Jill back here in just a second. Uh, Jamie said it was a bad echo. So we continue to use the technology and bring people in, and we'll continue to try to do that. So we appreciate people jumping in. I did include that video link at 824. So if anybody wanted to find that, you can find that. And um, 824.17, it's in the chat line. Okay. So, Jill, we appreciate Jill calling in to talk about that subject. I'll, I'll tell you what frustrates me is the fact that you don't hear politicians going after other faiths or religions, but you hear politicians calling Christians crazy. You'll hear certain politicians saying you're a crazy right winger because you want to talk about your faith or follow your faith. Can you imagine what would happen in this country, how a politician would be, quote, canceled if they called out, let's say, the Muslim faith or something about a Muslim? Because you know there is a double standard. It's only the Christians who are getting called out for certain things. It's not Muslim, and I've talked about this so many times. Americans get played on by our heartstrings. We want to do the right thing, and, well, we'll just let this go for now because we're a nice people. We want everybody to be happy. And then you realize that other people aren't thinking like you're thinking. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, let's yeah, let's just do this and do that. And we'll we'll cater to this. And yeah, we'll let everybody rip us right now. No, you gotta be a man. You gotta be a woman. And you gotta know who you are and what you're about. Yeah. And you have to draw your line in the sand at some point in time. And sometimes it's not gonna be pretty. It won't be pretty when you're defending yourself. Or you're defending your faith. It's very, very difficult right now yeah. to watch what's happening, at least for me with Molly. If Joe wants to try to come back in or anyone would like to try to join us, I think it was because we were sharing to the screen. It was playing to there, but now that I'm not doing that. Oh, I yeah, think Jill, jump in. in. Jump back in, Jill. Try to, oh, I try, apologize. Try to jump you... back in and, and let us know <clears throat> new what's equipment, going on. New equipment. Yeah. Yes, we do. It's we have awesome. a really cool Mac over there. Yeah. I like it. I think that the Muslims and, and just the Democrats in general, they run in such a big pack. And they demand such big things that Christians, the whole philosophy behind Christianity anyway is that it's a, it's a relationship between yourself and God. And it has nothing to do with group think. So that's where they can win these battles. It's like, you know, Jesus will take care of this in the end. Don't worry about it so much. And then when you stop worrying about it in the, when they're in the public community, they're doing some damage. They're, they're yeah. wrecking the fabric of communities. I reckon changing the fabric of communities without any kind of pushback culturally cities are being taken over overrun. That's a, I think that's a fair statement and there's no pushback because again, the people who are being changed are comfortable Vic. Yeah, they are. And they you got know, a $70,000 job. They got a Honda Accord in the driveway. They drive down the street. They see new, uh, you know, restaurants opening up that aren't McDonald's that are from other countries. And they're like, what's this? Well, so the change is slow. It's a slow boil. If I say to Tabitha, would you please take the hijab off? It's freaking me out. Okay, put the hijab back on. It's freaking out even more. Well, Just kidding, Tab. Well, remember, well, the we're hijab gonna... only covers your hair, Aaron. <laughs> Just to remind you, I'm but, kidding. But you guys need to look. The burn. We're going to go back up. before you guys move on. And I'm not saying you need to look at this today. Yeah. Look at what's happening in France. In France, whenever 
a while back, they had that. In, there was literally an invasion. And now their entire country is it's going a good point. straight to H-E-W-L. Well, as we go back to Jill, who's on the line, just remember, it was former President Obama. And if this isn't one of the worst quotes that you could have against Christians, I don't know what is. Quote, clinging on to their guns and their Bibles. Talking about Christian conservatives. Yeah. The Obama. Jill, thanks for jumping back in with us. What's on your mind this morning? Hi, Jill. Oh, we don't hear Jill. Maybe third time's a charm. Uh, anyway, Jill, if you can hear us, continue to try. We appreciate it. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll try again. Oh, I see Jill. Uh, it may. It has to be on Jill's end um, in regards to that sound. So hopefully if Jill can hear us, she can do that. So anyway, and start talking, Jill, if you can hear us once you get on. Um, but did that start with former President Obama? It did. It wasn't meant to be seen. It was a backyard barbecue of some sort. They're clinging to their gods and their guns. That is a very deliberate slap in the face to Americans that like to go to church and like to have a protective weapon in their house. That is who they think is the enemy. It is. I'm sorry. You guys lost that battle. You didn't stand up to Obama when he said it. And that's half of the problem is that when you, as soon as you see a problem like this, you should stand up damn immediately and have a voice and say, what did you just say about my community? Gods and Bibles? What, what's wrong with gods and Bibles? But you didn't. You got trampled underfoot. You got run over like a damn bulldozer. I'm sorry. You did. You took the, and that was not meant to be seen by everybody. I'm sorry. Hillary Clinton calling you uh, deplorable. Deplorable. Was not meant to be seen by everybody. Luckily, you, you dodged a bullet with that one. But Obama just ran over you like a bunch of eggs. I'm sorry. So the, the thing about it is the culture is being changed. If you don't want it to be changed, you literally have seconds. You, you look at your, your, your stopwatch on your, on, your, on your wrist. You have seconds to try to figure this out. If not, throw yep. your shoulders up and go. Maybe we need another whatever. revolution. You know, it, the movie's not out yet, so I can't really talk about it. Look, they're over right now in Switzerland talking about a brand new economic system going on right now. The World Economic Development. What is it that over can there? I, can, before you go there, but can I say something? It's changing already. You literally should be on airplanes over there protesting the people who are going to change your, your monetary system. It's going to be a new world order. They're going to do you. It's crazy what's coming. So the time is now. Okay, but I want to backtrack because I didn't, I didn't get to say what I was trying to say. There's a movie that's going to come out. I can't talk about it right now because I work in the film industry. Then don't talk about it. And no, she can tease it. Tease what? We can't talk. If you would shut up and listen to me, maybe you'd know. Talk to me like that again. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and so do that the, again. The movie, it's called, it's called Jesus Revolution, Eric. And maybe this is a movement that we need. And, and it, it, it talks about a revolution, a Christian revolution, uh, I don't know, back in the 70s. And it's formed many of the churches that we have available today. And what I'm saying, to your point, Eric, is you keep saying, what do we need to do? What do we need to do? Maybe we need another Christian revolution. Well, needing and getting are two different things. Yes. You're right, Eric, how you put it. You're right. You're no, exactly I mean, I, right. And that's what I'm trying I, to look, tell I'm, I'm you. Telling you right. I'm telling you right now, I'm getting to the point where you this. just, it's like my, my doctor said, the, the immortal words, it's your new normal. Now get out of my office and pay me 35 bucks for the copay. You have to, you either have to mm -hmm. say, this is not my new normal. I'm not going to take high blood pressure, 
symptoms or, or di- diabetes uh, sitting down. This is not, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to have, I'm going to challenge myself to be a better person. This is the new normal. Unless you get off your asses and try to protect what this country was founded on, it's over. Game over. Is the people, and the, the reason I'm bringing it up, Vic, is the people over in Europe right now, the, the big financial thinkers, they don't want you to, it's a true story. They don't want you eating meat anymore. They're yeah. trying to figure out a way to make Tab's you eat insects. Tab's been talking about it. I know. Okay. That's part of what Bill Gates spoke about at the WEF. They want to figure out a but, way for you to your new normal to be live with uh, 59 degrees in your house and not, not worry about it so much. They want you to do that. And they also want to sell you the products that are going to facilitate uh, solar energy. They're going to facilitate electrical cars. They're going to they're going to basically be the ones in charge of this new infrastructure. The things that you'll be paying for to dumb down your life. Well, here's the, Tabitha and time is over. Tabitha, and over. Eric, you guys make awesome points. That's why you guys rock on this show. As I was reminded too, whether it's politics from a, a Christian conservative standpoint, or it's being just a Christian of any kind or whatever, remember, um, as much as people want to say that Jesus accepted all. Jesus did not. Jesus was offensive. He wasn't killed in the way that he was killed because everybody loved him. Remember that. It was because he was offensive because people did not like what he was saying and what he was preaching. It made them feel bad about themselves. This is simple stuff, but we forget, oh, he's such a loving, yes, but don't get things confused, especially when it comes to situations like the Mall of America, like your politics, like Eric said, like Tabitha said. Eventually, you will need to do something and stand up, and it's not easy. And, yes, people get worried about being canceled because of it. And did you see in Michigan, and I'm glad somebody on the comment line reminded it of this, in Michigan, I think it was in Dearborn, Michigan, the, because of the board there, the council being overwhelmingly Islamic, they just voted to allow animal sacrifices <clears throat> in the city of Dearborn, oh, Michigan. Oh, wonderful. What do you think about that one, Eric? Well, isn't that what you do every time you eat a burger? Mm. <laughs> That's true. What kind of animal sacrifices exactly? Is public? I'm assuming so. I'm assuming so. It's a, a, a religious animal sacrifice. Mm. Okay. Um, goats? Probably. <laughs> Sheep? <laughs> I don't know. It's a little morbid. Robert says it's ham tramp. Oh, okay. It's not, not Dearborn. And but what's it's interesting, but what's interesting, if anybody's from Michigan or spent time in Hamtramck, as I have, Hamtramck is a notorious Polish settlement. Hamtramck is where the largest um, settlement of Polish people lived, not Middle Easterners, unless well, things, things must have changed, be changing. Unless things <laughs> changed big time in the last seven to eight years. That blows my mind. Derek says it's a oh no, not pig sacrifice. Ha ha ha. Yeah, no, I think uh, that I think the thing about this country is like just live by the laws that are made. You know, if there's a law that keeps people from just tr- going over the border and not being incarcerated, that's cool. But there are laws in place that if you go over the border, that there are certain things that need to happen to you. They completely look away on all of these laws that don't fit their liberal agendas. They make laws that make you a sanctuary city. I didn't even know that was possible on a federal level. Did you know that was possible? You can just claim we're a, we're a sanctuary city. You can't if you're a Christian. Sanctuary city means that it's like you're being persecuted, but it's the damn federal laws. 
I mean, anything. Are there laws about killing animals? Are there? I mean, I don't, are there? There are, can, yes. Can you sacrifice an animal? You cannot. Can I, in St. Peter's, can I go slide no. a goat's throat? No. Oh, that would be cruelty God. to animals. Okay. Yes. But there's uh, a law that protects against that. So, sorry, Muslims, or whatever it is that whoever's doing this, you can't do it. It's on the books. Look, here's chapter six of the laws, and on the you can't just live by the damn laws that we said. In this country, you can you can aspire to be anything you want, but when certain groups are getting breaks in the laws and certain aren't, yeah. Throw, I mean, just go. Throw, yeah. Well, well okay. we got Jill on the line again. She wants to chime in, and we're. Oh no, we don't. Okay, I thought you said we had her. Sorry, Scott. I'm trying to get her cell number to get her on the cell, but she's not putting. Oh, it. Okay. she said it's she's on. I mean, on her it, end, she not, is. That's all good. It's, that's okay. Just we have a, technical we'll things figure it going out. on, guys. We just, just bought a working. new computer yesterday. And the only reason I suggested that is because I thought you said that. All good in Sorry our hood. Um, Glenn says Obama sent all the Muslim refugees to Michigan. Hmm. And that's why I. And St. Louis. Yeah, there's a lot in St. Well, Louis. Well, it's all over. The, I mean, there's people all over the country. Uh, Robert also said Hamtramck used to be a Polish area. Um, that's where you would go to get your punchki on punchki day. Eric, do you know what punchki is? It's a big Polish donut pastry. It's about 5,000 calories. I'll be at the next World's Fair in St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> he says it's a Yemeni uh, area now. That makes sense. Tram- that makes sense. Yemeni. Very, very interesting. I well, still... it's how this, this country is a melting pot. No question. And, and I still absolutely believe that the majority of Muslims that come over here from other countries are here for a better life. I really do believe that. Yeah, well, just like the Navy SEAL that we spoke to. Absolutely he said, so. You'd want to get the hell out of Mexico, too, if you were born into that hellhole. Absolutely. The so. places in Mexico that they're born, parts, parts not of the beautiful resorts that so exactly. many people go to. Exactly. But the problem is, is what ends up happening is we do have mosques in this country that are radicalized. And some of these folks come over here and they are uh, extremists and they come in and they come over here and they recruit other extremists. And it's like a little dot of mold that continues to spread. And that's where the problem seeps in. <sighs> And it all started with this Mall of America situation of a shirt that says Jesus is the only way. So all it took were a couple people to say it was offensive, and the security guard said, we don't let people solicit religious ideas here, yet a religious—would you go to the extent that a burqa or hijab is a religious sign, a virtual sign? Of course it is. It's a 100%. So Eric's right on, 100%, that you need to let people know, well, you know what? We're offended. We're offended by that. And it's hard for Christians and conservatives to do that because that's not just what Christians and conservatives have always done. And when you do that, you get called an extremist. And then if you don't do that, then ideas and ideals and values that are different than yours start to take center stage. Yeah, if you don't understand right now, you're if you're a Christian openly, you're going to be persecuted in the next couple of decades. As a matter of fact, I can't I don't I don't know how, I can't even float the idea how is it going to be legal to have a church with a crucifix outside of it because it will offend the community. How is that going to be even possible? I drive by that church, it's a Baptist church or whatever. There's a cross out there. Can someone please call the government and tell them to take that thing down? How is that possible, Vic? You understand what a trend line is. The trend line's here. We're moving up in this this direction where if Christianity is such an offensive thing, well, I can't have that in my public square. Take that thing down. 
Well, it's uh, it's the uh, separation of church and state. Well, your your church definitely went into the the public sphere because I can see your damn tr- your, I can mm-hmm. see your cross. You see how they're going to work this thing? Now it's yes, a T-shirt. Now it's a T-shirt. Later, it's going to be a building, and eventually, fifty to hundred years from now, Christianity will be looked at as an outlawed religion. If you look at the trend line, that's why so, people have to do something now because we <laughs> yes. we see we see the decline. Because look at all of it's the churches. I think it's too across late. the country that are closing. The all these Christian and Catholic churches are closing. Yeah, I think it's too late. Robert says the one world government is being worked on right now: merging of Islam, Judaism. And the Vatican. That is true. That is his take on it. Some of it could happen. You, there, there's a lot more to that, though, Robert. Um, a much more to it a, yes. than just throwing that out there. And I, I know. Anyway, Glenn says, "Look at what China is doing to Christians." Yeah, look what they're doing. You can't have a Christian in your communist country. Yeah. Look what Canada did. Look what Trudeau did. Everybody, oh, if you think he's a good guy, putting priests in prison for teachings, and it's happened and happening under Trudeau's watch yeah. in Canada. So if you don't, th- as as Eric says, Eric is right. You know, it, it's a sobering topic for sure, and it shouldn't be a little teeny show like this. It should be your local pastors. You guys should organize. I'm telling you, I'm sorry. I hate to be. Like this, but you, yeah, it's, it's nice to go say we're going to go build a house for the homeless, or we're going to go out to the streets and fit, give people bread and, and peanut butter. But you also have to rise up and say, government, get the hell out of our face. Here's a Christian shirt. I'm wearing it right now. Leave us the hell alone. And if you don't do it, here's the words. It's your new normal. There you go. I agree. There's I mean, your, I, I don't want to be too over dramatic, but two, 20 years. Are you going to lead? Tabitha, there's a revolution you could lead to. I, Eric didn't want to hear about it. I was trying to talk about the no, Jesus you, revolution. No, you did. Yeah, we did. What were you saying? That we, we I agree with Eric. We If we don't stand up now, if we don't do something now, it's going to be too late. It's already almost too late. Even though right now Christians are the majority. If we don't act up now, something is going to happen. They won't be any longer. You can be the majority and still be a pushover. Bingo. And that's exactly what's happening. You, the, can, you can have all the, the minority you want. being the loudest yeah. in so many areas. Corey we, Bush is a great example. You've of that. talked about this. <laughs> Tabitha's talked about this since this show started in the war on COVID. We have talked about this. It only takes a few people, a small percentage, to start making noise, and then the noise is heard. Yeah. And then the heartstrings get involved as Americans. And then you start to do, well, you give a little bit. Then it's the slippery slope effect that happens. Well, you gave a little here. And five years later, you're like, where the hell did we yeah. go? Yeah. It's like, uh-oh, we let this happen. But then once you let this happen, then you have to let this happen. And it never stops. Yeah. But, you know, Christianity has changed. Because I'll tell you what, I, I'm a Christian. I don't go to church. I can't even remember the last time I went to church. That doesn't mean Christianity has well, changed. Well, people, maybe people, people have changed. People change. People God never changed. changes. People I change agree. and start to use their brain. Well, I don't like that. I'm right. going to choose what I want to do because I'm deciding for myself I'm not going to listen to that anymore. Well, I like this. I like that. Why do you think there's 40,000 different denominations of faith? Because people don't like what they do. They're like, no, that doesn't fit into me or my plan. I'm going to go try something else. I talk to people about religion fairly often. 
And overwhelmingly, the people I talk to say, hey, I believe in God. I don't believe in organized religion. I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I believe Mm -hmm. in heaven. But I don't believe in going to church because when you go to church, all they want to do is take your money or this or that. I, but, it, but it's true to some degree. That's why I stopped going to the Catholic church because I'm like, I'm not giving you, uh, what is it, 2% of your, I don't even know what it is anymore. If anybody <laughs> jumped, if anybody jumped, the bottom line is this, as Eric said, you, you better fight for your right or it's leaving. It's gone. It'll, it'll be gone. No, it's gone. But you maybe got, you, you got to go pull it back. You have to go pull it back at this point. It's not like it's on the way. The damn thing ran your ass over, and now you got to go pull it back and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. We were just kidding here. We don't want the texture of our country to change that much. We want the cultural. We like cultural differences, but you're not going to take over everything. Uh, Christianity is still an important part of the the documents that form this country. We don't want this thing to become a thing of the past. We want the youth of America to be Christians. We want to actively get you guys to be a part of our organization. Not be not be like, oh, you know what? This is a yes, Christianity is a journey between yourself and Jesus. That's it. And that's what makes that religion, what makes Christianity so amazing. It also makes your life a lot better. It it fixes a lot of problems in your life. Not even arguably. It just does. It can. It is. But are period. you less are you well, less Christian if you don't go to church? I think Does the God fel- think yeah, I think there's something. You, you, you know, that's a church. good question, Tabitha. I used to think about that. I can't. I just go to be a Christian by myself. Answer is yes. It, it it is yes. But there's something also to fellowship. There's this thing called fellowship where you go and you experience other people, and that's so. That's why I think we're on this planet is so that we can connect with other people. So, can you be a Christian without be going to church? Yeah. No. Yes. You well, can. I, I kind of agree with Vic a little no, bit. I don't know why I agree it, with Vic. Because in the Bible. People like to water down everything. and say, Well, I'm going to do what I want to do. It's a fellowship. And here's the problem. Because everybody starts to, well, I don't like what we originally had. I'm going to change it. I want to do this and I want to do that. Then you start to lessen and water down your faith. And by the way, every faith has gotten lazy in America. Every single faith has gotten lazy because things are good, things are easy. Why do I need God when everything is good and easy? And guess who isn't releasing their faith? Guess who isn't giving up? Muslims. They are steadfast. They are serious, and they are not losing like Christianity is when it comes to their fervor. It's true. And it's happening all over the world. As Tabitha said, look at what's happening in Europe. Yeah, and I don't know much about the the, the religious ins and outs of Muslim, um, Islam, but it does seem like they like to go to war <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it does seem like they well, like they're, to, they're that they like to rise up and, calif- and yeah, caliphate everything. They, well, they are. But, they want their caliphate. They've established their caliphate. We gave it to them in Afghanistan. And I think that's the problem is that when you when you have a group of people that want to come and lop your head off. You better at least get some kind of a defense against that. Well, they are the minority. The people who want to kill us and call us infidels well, th- are I'll the tell you minority. What, let, then we can quit and I can go get a cup of coffee. But here's the deal. They, if they're the minority, they just shut down one guy's right to, to wear a coexist shirt in Minneapolis. That little min- minority just won the day. I, I don't know. Maybe. They did. He'd and, take and the shirt off or get the hell out of the damn place. Yeah, he had, to, you know, he had to leave. He but won the I day. think I think that people as Christians would be more empowered 
and and this is not against you, Vic, or what you said, or anybody on the comment line. Mm -hmm. If people would say, okay, you know, yes, you may not be going to church, but you are still loved by God. I pray almost every single night. Sometimes I fall asleep, but I try to pray every night. And I feel like God loves me as much as he oh, loves sure. the person yeah. that goes That's to church. That's the quagmire. I don't believe in quagmire. organized religion. And I don't think there's any wrong. But no, you no, no, have no. to I decide what organ. But you use that term loosely, what organized, uh, quote, religion is. Yes. Because organized could be considered from the start of time, Tab. If you, and I'm yeah. not trying to it's okay. embarrass it, your comment or anything. It's not embarrassing. Well, I, I hope I, it's. I'm not because I still believe what I feel, no, so yeah. it doesn't matter what you say. I believe yeah. you can believe whatever you want, whether yeah. you're right or wrong. You can believe. Nobody's going to stop you from believing, even if you're shown credibility factors are. Because that's like sin. You're both it's right. the same. What about sin? Right. Think about this. People want to go out and say, "Oh, you've sinned if but you didn't do this." You sin we're all sinners in this room. We are all sinners. It's not about what people. Yeah. Say. And I don't think, think God that? sees. A, <laughs> you trust me. It's if you have sex say. before marriage, yeah. that's a sin. That's called mm -hmm. a sin. And yeah. does God judge one sin greater than another sin? I don't think He does. Mm -hmm. Scripturally, we're told yes. I've never read that in the scriptures. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah. So. No, there's yeah. something called mortal sin. <laughs> Scotty, you're going to need to say that louder because yeah, I, I, I couldn't hear you. There's a first and a second degree sin. <laughs> I think that we talk involuntary yeah. sin. And we when people don't understand, they make jokes about it, and and that's fine. And it, it's one of those issues that Christians need to be on the same page yeah. as much as possible because this all goes back to exactly. people who were offended by what they saw in, quote, Jesus on a shirt at Mall of America, yeah. which got, which is what this whole conversation has been about. Yeah. I, I think you guys are both. So right. nobody can. You shouldn't be. So I do mean, you have to be baptized? Iron, iron sharpens iron, so the conversations are what we need yeah. to have. Yeah, we're told to be baptized, and and I agree with that. But do you feel mm -hmm. like if you're not baptized and you still love God, you still say that what Jesus does it mean? is what, your Savior? What does it mean? Will to love, you still be saved? What does it mean to love God? Yeah. Well, I think it means a lot of different no. things. No, no. I put you on the, well, that is a good what Vic for the question of the day. Boom, right well, there. This, well, I I have a lot of history and experience yeah. in this. What does it mean to truly love yes, God? Here we though? go. Because we go. some and I know you weren't ready for that. Oh, and so, I'm not to me that's to not a tough question. It's, well, it doesn't does it put mean? me on the spot at all. You know, I think it. And I don't know if it means different things to different people. To me, it means that I say my little prayer every night. Okay. Uh, just, and as a matter of fact, just like my grandma did, like my grandmother taught me to do. And I thank God for everything that I have yes. in life. Yes. I thank him for, I, uh, I don't know, trust me, I go down a whole do list of things I'm thankful for. Do you do what he for. tells you? If, if you love somebody, am would I, you do what they tell you I to think do? I sin a lot less than most people do. No, that's not the I point. will say that's that. Not, who cares? No, that's fine. That, yeah, that's between you and him. If you love somebody. Yes. And if you love God, would you do what God tells you to do? Yes. Well, apparently not, because I have done some things that are no, exactly no, no, not godly. to make a joke about it. I'm, then, well, I'm not joking. Well, I'm telling you, you the truth. Well, then you really neither don't do love you. No, but I, but then you don't really love God. But then neither do you. No, it's because you sin you, no, all I'm the time. Asking, no, I Eric ask, sins every day. Yeah, but you're missing the point. Every day, we're all on the same team. <laughs> I do here. once in a while. <laughs> I just wanted you. I, that's why I said, "What does it mean to love God?" That's it. So anyway, <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean you do Christian, everything. God tells all I know is Christians. Christians need to get on the same page somehow, some way, or as much as possible. You're done. You're cooked. Because You're a frog in the in the boiling water. Because <laughs> the other faiths are. Yeah. The other faiths certainly, certainly are. You guys will be congregating in the woods again like Jesus used to do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. Do you think that's funny? I don't think it's funny. That there's a reason why people became saints. Yeah. 
that's dying for your faith. It's a serious topic. Well, um, none of us in this room are going to be saints, are we, Eric? Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Woo! I love talking about religion. It, nothing you can say w- when it comes to religion would ever offend me. I will um, say this. At this point of this show, day 37, whatever it is, we need to get we need to get some religious scholars in this room because we talk. I, I mean, you Scotty guys don't. One. You guys are geniuses when it comes to religion. I think I'm a religious we're, scholar. We're not geniuses. <laughs> I need to talk to yeah, a priest. I need to be able to ask him pointed questions, and I need to be able to talk to a, a uh, some. A, um, um, you want to talk to a rabbi? I would love to talk to a rabbi. <laughs> yeah. We'll get it. I Eric. would. We'll get it done. I promise you, we will. A, Bu- um, a Buddha. So what's the difference between Buddhism. as Cindy said, a mortal sin and what is it, a venial sin? Yeah, we'll break we'll we'll break it down. We don't have enough time. I don't know. Because the problem is when people talk faith, they only go an inch deep and a mile wide, and it's so much deeper. I haven't heard than you admit that you're a that. sinner yet. Tabitha, we're all sinners. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Saved by grace. <laughs> I will help you and I will teach you. Um, so I, I want to kind of you fix. can you can join my cult very I soon. I like busting with Vic because as Eric says, he's very Catholic. Yeah. Very hey, Catholic. Uh, I want to fix a little issue. What you so got, buddy? on the bottom of the screen now I'm scrolling the the number for the phone. Yeah. So if they can text their name and topic they would like to discuss. I can preview them and call them and Love add it. them to the show Love it. via Bluetooth that way instead of coming in through the system. Love so, it. So if someone would like to text that number, give us your name, I will call you back and get you on the air. As Eric likes to say, boom! Yeah, boom for real. We got it's it. It's the best I can do. All right, right guess what, guys? When we come back, uh, this is going to get your blood boiling. Uh, we're a St. Louis-based show, and a lot of crazy stuff happens in the St. Louis area. So a woman suspected of shooting a St. Louis officer and at officers is released without charges by Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. Gee. We'll get into that. <laughs> when, I know it's... And, and it's not just in St. Louis where this stuff is happening. It's happening all across the country. Plus, we have to tell you what a Democratic representative is doing. Remember, we'll have the story about how she is trying to end free speech for what? white people. She's African-American. <laughs> Did she vote on the $5 million you, reparations you, in San Francisco, too? You can't make this stuff up. Plus, a very interesting thought from Elon Musk. This is Cancel This. We think we're pretty damn original around here. Cancelthisshow.com. Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, Vic Faust, Scotty Gherkin here with his daughter as well. Putting the time in today. Go to cancelthisshow.com. Share the show on all the platforms. Like, subscribe. We appreciate it. Also, if you want to, you can go ahead and donate on the web. If you're on a uh, if you're on a computer, there's a donate button on the homepage to the right. If you're on your mobile, you click the menu button, you click donate for what we're doing. Uh, to keep this free speech going, what we do. Cancelthisshow.com. Back with more right after this. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Cancel This. Cancelthisshow.com. Share the show. Get on all the platforms. Jump in. We're looking at your comments on all the sites. We appreciate that as well. We've got a full house today. We've got Scotty Gherkin on the boards with his daughter. Alex McCarthy. From Raising Sales. Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, and I'm Vic Faust. Um, lots of great topics today. Lots of people jumping back in all over the country. Uh, we'd love to know, okay, we know we have a lot of listeners in Missouri. We have a lot of listeners in Michigan. We have listeners in California. If you're listening from other places, let us know. We'd like to know. I mean, I know we've got people in different parts of the country and also outside of the country. 
if you have topics. If you have stories, you can also jump in if you want to join the show. Scott, can you give everybody the education again, how we can get them on the show? I would need them to text the show line, which is 636-515-4892. If they text, give us their name and the topic they would like to discuss. I will reach out to them. Do not call. Text. I will reach out to them and be able to bring them in as we are able to get to them. Bam and boom. All right. Also, remember to go to canceltheshow.com. You can donate there on the, the from a computer standpoint on the front page. The donate button's in the upper right. From your mobile phone, you click on the menu button, and then a donate will pop up. Love it. Okay. It's a blast to work here at Strategic Care Services. We have a blast. We really do. <laughs> During the breaks, I mean... Like I said, at some point we need we may need to um, just charge a little bit of money for content. We get a lot of content. You'd have to get a lot of people signing off on that waiver. (laughs) 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 They have a lot of people signing off on that waiver. Uh, I think you might be right on that. Mm -hmm. Okay, Eric, who do you rip more than anybody? You rip three people. No, oh my God. Sorry, go who? Which is a sad state of affairs. Oh, we got somebody on the line. Yeah, Jill. Okay. Uh, Jill, jump back in with us. Good morning. Happy Tuesday on this January 17th. What is on your mind? Happy happy Tuesday. Oh, yeah. so, so much. By the way, you guys are killing it today. So <laughs> right before we um, were about, uh, before we got disconnected, yes. I think you guys made the comment about clinging um, Obama's statement about clinging to your Bibles and yes. your guns. And yes. I'm like, this is what I'm literally doing every day and my rosary. So... <laughs> Okay. I'm one of those people. Those are three like good things so, to have. Yeah. So, Rosary, you know what? Rosary, Bible. Is that, is that coming to that's kind of well, that's what our country was founded on. Yeah, it was. Protection, you know, protection, the right to protect ourselves from government overcoming us with weapons. In God we um, trust. A Bible in God we trust. Right? And a Isn't lot of that muskets. weird? Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is. But anyways. It's the greatest country <laughs> ever, and and it was a very offensive thing that he said to a lot of Americans. It's like the Democrats have no problem offending 50 million people. Well, the media didn't cover it at that time. The mainstream mm-hmm. media didn't. If Joe Biden said it well, these you know days, what? they'd cover it. <laughs> yeah, really. Because they want him. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> Just in the past two weeks. It's well, true. and a lot of what you guys were talking about today reminded me of one quick thing. So I previously worked at the General Motors plant as a finance manager. In Wentzville? When that was when Trump, yes. Okay. So that was when Trump was in office. While I was working there, the company banned you could not wear anything Trump-related because the line workers wear T-shirts to work, but mm-hmm. made it very specifically clear they could wear BLM in the same ah. statement as rule. So no one could wear anything reflecting our sitting president, but they were allowed to wear blm so anyways a lot of what you were talking about kind of touched on that that and it just, make, just it, reminded me it makes you feel sick to your standard. stomach does it make you feel sick, sick to, to your my stomach? stomach yes yes that's the thing yeah you you christians us christians whatever it is we we can get sick to our stomach we can be offended as hell we can be the the we can be the the target practice for all of these other things but we never do right. anything about it. Why don't you guys walk in over there to Wentzville's uh, factory and say, mm. no, this is oh, offensive as hell. You couldn't pay me to step foot in there again. I hate, I, I have a big problem with uh, that, that company in general and everything they stand for. So. And it's Ford, Ford <laughs> no also. Thanks. Ford, General and Motors, did, both giving money. Wearer, so. Yeah. It's offensive. It is uh, an offensive thing. It's like, it's like. General it, Motors is bad. 
God. It's like if I go to a card if I go to a game in 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 uh, Chicago and I wear my my jersey, my St. Louis Cardinal jersey. You know right. what? It's just it's part of the game. It's like it sucks to be you. Well, uh, you're a Cardinal fan, but if you do something on that offends the psyche of the wokesters, oh my God, it's, it's a bizarre. life and death thing. It's it's unbelievable. It's bizarre. Yeah. I can't imagine if everybody just thought and did the same thing. Correct. But. Um, that yeah, the sports jersey is a great comparison. It's just ridiculous. It is. But um, so I would uh, first thing I, I do want to share some things about China. But I would just encourage everyone. I know I mentioned on the comments. Um, I listened in on the Twitter circle about yesterday's um, update and drop. It yeah. is very important. I can't talk about it on here today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a topic that's very controversial, um, and I don't want to you know, put the show in danger, mm. but I would tell everyone, check it out. Um, they are, they're definitely saying they think this is the, this is the biggest one so far. Biggest what? Um, and this is the, she's the talking about drop the, the biggest Elon. drop with Elon Musk on Twitter. Yesterday. So Absolutely. we know about it already. So it's yes. been, it was dropped oh, yesterday, in, uh, but it involves the C yep. word and the V word. And if we, we cannot say those words. Okay. Or we have to try to avoid those say those words at least on Here's as many what happens days when, as we can. When we can say those words, but then we can't promote and market ourselves as much exactly. right now. We should come well, well, I don't want to say the Because words. the world is I communist. Can you a <laughs> I can probably vaguely I can vaguely give you the gist of it if you want. Go Otherwise, ahead. just everyone make sure you go find it. Yeah. Um the gist of it is that uh, use, we now have use words like cupcakes and I'm not even going close to the I promise. She knows what she's doing. She's a pro. Go ahead. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, the gist of it is that um, the uh, so there was a nonprofit group that is I won't even say the name. There was a nonprofit organization, and they ran um, a very popular campaign. You may remember the commercials about stronger and about how we should all get together and all make good decisions to be healthy and mm-hmm. all those things, right? Yes. yes. And um, that was a nonprofit group. They actually used a comparison yesterday on the talk that I sat in on to like mothers against drunk driving. You know, they yes. were supposed to be an advocate for people, for everyone, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and it was so the drop now has informed us that it was not, in fact, a nonprofit. It was actually funded by three companies, and um, one starts with a P, one starts with an M, <laughs> and the other rhymes with smio-neck. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Very nice. Very done. nicely done. <laughs> fully funded, fully funded by these three companies, mm-hmm. and this nonprofit, in quotes, had weekly meetings with Twitter okay. and and actually I think it may have been just like an email court like they would send like they would have a weekly update of what they needed done yeah. and mm-hmm. that would include um you know eliminating everything related to either people's accounts posts whatever it needed to be anything that could have possibly um slowed down their business and agenda to accomplish wow. their goals wow um yeah and that is all proven. Now, there's nothing in yesterday's Twitter drop that ties directly to our government. Um, however, like the like kind of the way they summarized it was, this is about as bad as it can get when you now know that you have um, the the most lucrative industry yeah. connected with media 
mm-hmm. who is also working with the government. And those three now collectively control and censor what we are able to know about a very yeah, important topic. Wow. I love the energy so in the background. It, yeah. it, it, oh my gosh. And I even had him locked <laughs> outside of my room. And you know what he's going to say? My YouTube got turned off. Yeah. So what, <laughs> you know what? We talk about the slow boil. Yeah. I'm going to guarantee you something. And this is going to be the saddest thing I say today. Tonight it'll get launched on Hannity, or maybe you'll see something on Tucker Carlson. It will then be like a it'll be like a red food uh, coloring dropped into a large vat of water. It'll be a very slow absorption into the cup into the public sphere. And by the time we've all internalized what you just said, it's too late. You know what I mean? It's now like, hold on, guys. Here's the, here's the thing. Sorry, I had to run outside. That's all right. They actually said the consensus among everyone on that call, and these were all very um top executives in they that, have you know different industries okay and then also um the uh reporter that was able to drop this one is named lee fang he's a very popular reporter they said this story will not make any news yeah. media or any news they do not even believe fox news national will touch this why why well, would I'm fox so, not i'm sure fox national won't because, as we know, they're just the flip side of the same coin as CNN is. No, they're and not. The illusion of choice is what no. you quote the Tucker. Of choice. You quote Tucker. You've quoted Hannity. Come on. Tucker is the only person, and he will okay, only well, go now you can't so say far. All of, all of Fox. No, Fox the network is the illusion of choice. Okay. Let me just say this. They don't talk Let about election fraud. They don't talk about no the. Not, not in all of their shows. You, you guys are making it sound like this is as important as like, I'm going to tell you something important. UFOs just landed on the front lawn of the White House. I would be like, what? 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 Just the, what you just told me? I'm like, duh. Okay, yeah. Pharma had the same. Pharma had. Well, we the, already knew this. Pharma now we had have validation. This, so, yeah. Validation. Fine. No, no, you can no, have no, validation no, no. now. No. Remember, I'm giving a very high level account here. We're um. You have to keep in mind that the things in the correspondences that they were doing were um, like going back and forth on how they could take what they knew was actually real information that people needed to hear and should have heard. Okay. Um, and people suffered very severely from not hearing these things. And the correspondence back and forth is deliberation on how they can possibly find a way to put a label on it that allows them to be in it. So it's like really, really ugly, um, you know, but Jill, didn't, to didn't we already, things. Didn't we already know this? Didn't we already know this? Uh, I, I believe no, that we, no. we knew all of these things. We knew the government was going back and forth. We knew they were telling social media platforms what they can and cannot say, how to censor us. But what does, what these Twitter drops are doing, they're validating all the things we already knew. Yeah, no, Tab, I'm with you. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, guys. That's all right. You've given us a lot of time today. We appreciate it. Thanks for jumping in. Yeah, you guys check it out and see the details. Again, it's kind of hard to get all the way into it. I will tell you also, the German government is involved and tied, related directly to these censorship issues. So, um, but it's, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, they, everyone on there agreed that this is definitely the most um, terrifying drop to find. And, Jill, and, yeah, there's, Jill, there's a lot more detail. You need to have Jill, a show appre- with you. Need to have a show with Tabitha yeah. on Saturday nights. We appreciate. <laughs> we appreciate. I would listen yeah. to that. Show. Jill, thanks again for listening. Thanks for promoting us, and thanks for the info. Okay. You guys are great. You um, 
Yep, I'll hit you up later. Right, yeah, please do. Stuff for you. Yeah, please Unrelated, do. I will. I got to take care of the screaming toddler. Sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. Watch out for those black helicopters <laughs> in your backyard. Yeah. Jill is most, Jill is wonderful. Hey yeah, most people love what Jill had to say. I love one, what Jill had one to say. said she's dangerous. Maybe dangerous to your your feelings too. Um, what feelings? Well, Drew, Drew, Colin, Drew said she's dangerous. Well, Jill's right on top of things. You know, she always knows what's going on. She's fantastic. She's part of the 1776 pack. What is the 1776 pack for people who are listening all across the, the country, Tabitha? The 1776 pack is is a local political action committee yeah. with Chad Hansen, Rick Pogue. Do you go? A couple other folks. Yeah, I've, I've been no, to No, their not the people. No, what is it it's, about? Uh, the, the 1776 pack is fighting right here in Missouri to get the right folks, anti-establishment, good folks into our local elections. Okay. All right. And they were they were highly responsible for getting Nick Schroer elected into his position. Yeah. Hey, and speaking of Nick Schroer, this is one of the topics we were going to cover today. Um, sorry, Eric, I don't mean to get your blood boiling, but there are there's a three headed. I think you referred to this as a three headed monster. No, no disrespect to it, just in regards to how they act, not and how they are politicians, not who they are as people. And that is Tashar Jones. Cory Bush and Kim Gardner. Yeah. Well, Nick posted, and I did see this yesterday. Um, Christine Byers is by far the best reporter. If you're going to watch any local news, by far Christine Byers with KSDK, by far the best reporter in all of St. Louis. She'd been a friend for a while, uh, even when we were at different stations. Well, she reported yesterday. She's always got the breaking news, always has the breaking news, the inside stories. Mm-hmm. Um, she reported yesterday that a woman who was suspected of shooting at St. Louis police officers was released without charges. And the city justice officials confirmed the suspect, the suspected shooter, was released Saturday afternoon. Now, Nick Schroer, state senator from Missouri, newly elected state senator, posted it, getting a lot of comments on that. Uh, as he's going after Kim Gardner for doing this, because allegedly they had witnesses, they had evidence, and once again, a woman was let go for shooting at St. Louis police officers. Allegedly. Does that surprise you? Um, yes and no. It doesn't surprise me because this has happened in the past, so that's where it doesn't surprise Many me. Many times. It does surprise me when allegedly there were witnesses to this, and you're not taking the police words or you're not taking st louis police sworn police officers men women white black tan yellow you name it you're not taking their word so who's the first person you think of when you hear this story for real i don't know the new police chief oh the new police chief now has to i I guess i've not even heard his name i can't even remember what his (laughs) name is no 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 well the reason i say that is who hired him the good city of St. Louis? No. That, no. One person. Tashara. That's Bingo. Right. Okay. That's well, all you need to know. Well, this is a guy that doesn't understand the politics of St. Louis quite yet. And a, and then one of his cops was shot at. I don't know if he was hit or that not. That happens every day in the city. Okay. That's fine. But when you're a new police chief and you don't understand the rules of the past game, you do come out and say, hey, Tashara, um, court system, whoever's keeping this guy, this lady behind bars. Yeah, he, she just shot at a cop. So we're probably wanting her to stay in jail for it, quite some time. Or at least a, at least a bond set that's over $100,000, don't you think? Okay, I'll go back about my job. All of a sudden, he gets a memo from whoever it is and says, yeah, said and said uh, suspect was just let out of jail. 
What? If you're the, if you're the police chief, do you think he was hired to make change? He was hired to continue on the path they're already on. Yeah, and um, they wouldn't hire somebody, Eric. I wish when Jeff Florida came on our show, uh, the former business manager who was forced out, canceled out because he refused to be quiet. He continued to go after Kim Gardner. Um, St. Louis loves her. That's why they continue to reelect her. It is an elected position, um, and St. Louis City wants her. Now, we have people that listen all across the country, and there are issues in every city. But I'm telling you, for our listeners in Chicago, for our listeners in Detroit, maybe Chicago, I don't know it as well. Uh, I know you got some major, major issues there with your own terrible mayor. Uh, and that's not just an opinion. That's going by straight facts and crime rates. Um, St. Louis is in a bad, bad spot with allowing um, the turnstile situation of suspected criminals coming in and going out. And not being charged, these things were happening. So she wasn't Talk charged. Talk to St. Louis City Police. No, she was. She was released without being charged. Wow. And when these situations have happened in the past, and being in local media for so long, decades, you learn. Well, you you can write it off to anything, Eric. If you want to charge no, somebody, no, 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 no. like, well, just think about it. If you want to charge somebody, you can come up with whatever you want. Case in point, who did we just have on this show? I, thank ran- you. You beat me to it. Go ahead. The McCloskeys. They should have never been charged for that, or go, but it was a political stunt. Yep. Um, I know Kim Gardner personally, and when we're not talking politics, she's I, I like her, and I'm not afraid to say it. I've got to know her. We're talking politics. It's a different thing. The McCloskey situation was an absolute political hit job. It was a joke. It should have never happened, ever, ever, ever. Then you have multiple instances. Talk to St. Louis City police officers once again. Men, women, black, white, Republican, Democrat, and they're going. Wait a second. Who do I blame this on? Uh, what? 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 We, you're not taking our word or account or listening to these witnesses or taking into account where this report came from because of who we are or previous issues that you've had with us. Yes, it's happening in St. Louis City, and that's a problem. So here's who I blame. Yesterday we had Monica from Channel Five KSDK. She was a. She's a very charismatic sport. Um, By the way, her and George Wise love the operation, and we may have an announcement sometime soon. I love that. But she she was in the game. Here's who I blame. You just had a, a prosecutor in your city downtown of a lady shooting at the, at the thin blue line, the police. The police, the people who protect us. And we do not have four camera crews down there right now from Fox, CBS, and NBC right on Kim Garner's doorstep going, what the hell are you thinking? And that's why people like myself look at you guys as completely incompetent boobs. I'm sorry, I do. You guys got producers who have no interest in listening to the scanner. You have no people going down to Garner's office and said, we need to know right now what the policy is if you shoot at a police officer. You get out of jail that day with nothing, no charges, so all I got to do is miss him? Okay, cool. That, if... That's in the law system, it's called precedence. If there's a precedence, if it's like, hey, I just shot at a cop and you let that lady out over there, I can be let out as well. You're literally sending a signal to criminals take a shot at a cop and you'll be okay. Well, and that's why that's why Channel 2, Channel 4, and Channel 5 should be down there immediately saying, for our own benefit, can you tell us what why you were thinking that? But they don't do it. That's not going to happen in the city of St. Louis. It, It all comes down to the mayor. The mayor hires the police chief. She gives directions to the chief of police. She gives directions to Kim Gardner. You know, they work together as a team. 
Unfortunately, they empower the criminals. St. Louis City Police officers, they get shot at literally every can we single get, can we give day. Can we give a little contrast? Nothing happens. Can we give a little contrast? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah look at St. Charles County last week. So last week in Winghaven, if you know it was where my it, neighbors. Uh, it's where my brother used to live in that neighborhood. Yeah, this, and this rattled through the St. Louis area. It really did. A lot of people were associated to this. But the, but the procedure for a bunch of teenage kids that are coming in from the city Smashing a window, pistol whipping, that. pistol whipping a homeowner, getting in a stolen car, were chased down by Highway Patrol and St. Charles Police until they were caught, and then a prosecutor outside of St. Charles County. Yes, and then a prosecutor comes on, uh, um, Lomar comes on and says, "You do that crap in our back uh, backyard." You're not going to be let out the next day. What's well, his neighborhood? <laughs> great or fantastic. in that area. So Lomar comes out as a an ass kicking prosecutor, and it makes maybe makes these gangs think twice about coming to St. Charles and smashing windows out. But if you have a chick in the city of St. Louis taking a Glock nine out and shooting it up at a at a beat officer. You're getting out of jail later, and you're probably going to go have a party and celebrate with your family later. But here is a great point. For as much as Drew Collins has disagreed with on the show, here's the point it always goes back to, Eric. I'm waiting. They were voted in. Tashara, Corey, and Kim. Stop complaining about things you can't do anything about. The voters have spoken. All 26% of them. Also true. All 26% People, of them? Yeah, all 20. <laughs> no, People all 26% of St. Louis who actually showed yeah. up to vote. Your yeah. vote and your non-vote counts. But going yeah. going back to St. Charles, because I, that's not, I'm not going to get into where I live. But yeah, that's Winghaven. I mean, it's Wing crazy. Haven. You know, going back to that incident. Now, Eric, I could be wrong. I may not know all the details. I thought they broke the door down. They broke the back door. They smashed the back door. Back door. And so they these these four individuals went into this home and they demanded money. Mm-hmm. They pistol pistol. I almost I believe almost they didn't shot come at out him. right. They, they pistol whipped the guy in the head, and then mm-hmm. they shot a shot into the house. And uh, sorry, I'm laughing because I almost had a serious faux pas there. And <laughs> and. And then, then they took Tab- out. Gather they, yourself, girl. Come Tab- on. They stole. So is the visual still lingering they, around in your head? They stole St- the, the homeowner's vehicle. Focus. And then there was two police pursuits <laughs> out of St. Charles County. That's <laughs> funny. You're listening to you laugh. Because <laughs> I, I don't even say bad words. But something, but you were thinking it. No, I wasn't you thinking sure it. You sure were. No, I wasn't thinking it. You are it. now. My, it was a twist of She's the tongue. She's thinking about being whipped. <laughs> and <it's> so, <laughs> oh, my God, Vic. She is. I see her. She oh, my is. God. All right, go ahead. She's it, Girl. Gather your thoughts. The difference between St. Charles yes. County and obviously St. Louis <laughs> City, besides the obvious, there's a $2 million bond on mm. the main individual in this case in yeah. St. Charles County. That would never happen <laughs> in St. Louis City. Bondage. <laughs> Stop. A little $2 million bondage. All right. What were you? What are you I even talking well about? <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> it was funny watching Tabitha sure try to keep either. it together. No, but, okay, she was on final approach, and one of the wings <laughs> fell off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, yeah. yeah, crashed and burned. That almost went horribly um, wrong. Here's what I take out of the whole situation, Eric. Can you talk about it? Okay, crime can come, or at least people can try to bring crime to St. Charles County. Well, sure, why not? And then guess what? St. Charles County is like, uh, uh-uh, uh. I love gonna, it. 
So yes. yes, because I know we've had people. Well, crimes everywhere. It's no, happening it's in St. Charles all Doesn't the time. Have to be. Well, guess what? Yeah. Crime can quote happen or try to happen, but it's the deterrent that will always erase or eliminate the big occurrences happening. Yeah, and that's why what St. Charles does and the media standpoint is massive. You've got to have that when it comes to letting criminals know. And don't think for a second the boys who get prosecuted and are spending time behind bars aren't telling the rest of the boys what's going on in St. Charles County because the word spreads fast. That's right. Where you go, where you don't go, what time, what can happen, and so forth. The word spread. There's a reason why there hasn't been as much crime in St. Charles County as occurred. Talk to people in Jefferson County these days in the St. Louis area. They have a lot coming down that way as well. Home invasion is very rare. Well, home invasions in general are rarer, Mm -hmm. but very rare in St. Charles County. And I noticed this morning, O'Fallon, this is how active and proactive they are. I saw they and had O'Fallon is a suburb O'Fallon. of the St. Louis area, about 30 oh, minutes that's right, west. Yeah, yeah just reminding people because we got people listening all over the country. Absolutely. I noticed that they had an O'Fallon police car sitting at in the, the entryway to the subdivision today. Because you know why? Because they are on top of things. But what terrifies me is this is allegedly a random occurrence, a random home invasion. Okay. And that's why we say crime is anywhere. Because if it happened to these people... I always, I always want to know the, you know, why did they choose this house out of a whole subdivision? Why this house? And you know what? If they chose their house, it could be your house. It could be any of us. Yeah. And that's why people have to be prepared. It's like playing the lotto. And it, abs- it really, it is. It really, but maybe they were Rushing casing. Maybe, you know, another thing. They is, might have been casing. Here's it, sure. the deal. Maybe, maybe we a little preempt, a little preemptive policing would go a long way. If you see a mysterious car in your subdivision, like the old days, remember the old uh, neighborhood watch signs that were up all over the place? Get a license plate number. Call your local police officers and let them know. But you know what? That doesn't even count anymore because they steal cars. So what happens is they'll steal your uh, a Subaru or they'll steal a Honda and they will drive it around. And that's what these guys did. They had sold a, they had stolen a Hyundai. And here's what's how bold criminals are right now. In this particular subdivision where these people would have entered to make their way to this particular house and that little, in that area, the subdivisions are divided up one way in, one way out. There's a camera right there and it says this camera is monitored by O'Fallon police. And it takes a video of you when you enter the subdivision and when you leave the subdivision. And these people would have seen that. You can't miss it. And they didn't care. No, they don't care. It's the same people that smashed in the windows over at the uh, the sporting goods store. But, you know, another thing about it is, is juvenile laws need to get addressed. Because it's this St. Louis is not sending over their thirty-something gang members. That's their thir- right. Their thirty-year-old gang members. They're not sending over their twenty-one-year-old gang members. I'm telling you right now, these kids driving these cars are 13, 14, 15. 10. The 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 only guy that got arrested in that whole thing the other day was eighteen years old. Right. Everyone else was younger because they were all juveniles. Yeah. It was a trial run. Yeah. It was experience. And these kids who were in a part of it, again, were released to the juvenile detention center Correct. with a hand slap. That's why there's only one being held on $2 million yeah. bond. I think you need to make these kids realize how important this is to the rest of their life. 
keeping them so occupied and cleaning up the side of a, you know, doing community service that they don't have time for gang activity anymore. Maybe you don't put them in jail, but you keep them in the system long enough to where they're like, I'm out. I'm not doing this crap no more. So that's another thing that might need to be addressed. Are you listening to me, Nick Schroer? Do I have to come down to Jeff City and, and twist some arms? I love this idea. Bendy says, our, and I've heard of this happening, and this is a great way. I mean, it, it's, it's better than nothing. Our homeowners association considered license plate cameras at the entrance of our subdivision. Love it. Why they not? They have them in my Why subdivision. Not? Lots of subdivisions have them now. But here's the only problem. Many crimes that are taking place are taking place with cars that have been stolen Absolutely. already, driven to the suburbs, used in said crime, steal other vehicles, steal things from people's houses, then take off abandoned cars so that there's no connection to the individual. Well, here's one good thing that comes of that. Let's say said uh, Armed license, guards. Let's say said, let's say said uh, license plate reader triggers a hey Honda whatever just got stolen from Fenton and it's yeah, but you may not know that it it's doesn't been work stolen. that way because in my subdivision we have a license plate reader and and there's a sign that says it's there. But I'll tell you what it, mm-hmm. the the also if you look at the HOA rules, mm-hmm. it also says this is not proactive. This is once a crime has already occurred. They can go back and look at the camera footage. They don't monitor it real time. Mm. So they go back and look at the footage because they have no way to monitor that real time. Well, gated communities so make sense not then, don't proactive. they? proactive. I think, you know, in my subdivision, there is they a can. very logical place to put a, a fob-driven key for a gate. There's a very logical place to put it. And, it, and if my HOA ever got off their ass and we were in any kind of jeopardy, is it really that expensive to put a gate... In your in your subdivision, I hate. I don't know. A lot of subdivisions has multiple entrances though, so you can't really. I do think that. a gated subdivision is is better than no gates. I think it's better in than these a camera, times, it but sucks. it costs money to maintain. In these times, it sucks because I remember when I was coming up, Vic. I used to not put a key in the damn keyhole. This because <laughs> we didn't even need no, keys I get back it. in my day. What a great point here. Here's a situation to think about. Um, right now. The criminal justice laws for juveniles are antiquated. They're written for a different time. Younger and younger children are now committing the heinous crimes and virtually protected by legal change. Why can't, as you brought them up, people like Nick Schroer or other state senators like Ben Brown, Bill Eigel, and so forth, why can't they change these laws? Do we need new laws for juveniles? Um, how do you handle that when we already know these kids are being coerced from very bad situations and being put into situations that they don't completely understand what they're doing. They don't. They don't. There's a lot of peer pressure. There's a lot of fear to go out and commit these crimes. And the law right now protects them. How can that be changed? <laughs> Vic, there's prosecutors. But what I say makes sense. Yeah, totally. What, but, but unfortunately, you have at the same time you're going to introduce these laws in Jeff City, you now have law. You have prosecutors who are saying, not only will you not have to worry about going to jail, but we're not even gonna we're not even gonna put charges. Something against needs you. to be done to the younger kids. I, I agree. Something there has to be some you're, sort of program or something to send some sort of deterrent. Your new ilk of criminal are literally, and someone said on the chat line, you guys are damn. You guys are way more smart than I am. That's for sure. But the new the new cr- criminal is gang members saying, if you want your stripes, you're gonna go over to St. Charles and you're gonna get me a large screen TV. And if you don't, you're in a lot of jeopardy. That's what I talk about. Or worse than that. I mean, getting a TV is nothing compared to what some things, you know, they need to do to earn their stripes. Yeah. 
you know, the gang life is a very dangerous place. And we know they're coming into St. Charles County. I am telling you what, I live in St. Charles County, and I am so thankful, so thankful that they teach, they make examples out of these people that come over. Well, it doesn't matter if you're in St. Charles County, if you're in Detroit, if you're in L.A. County, if you're in New York, you have to have a deterrent. You have to have a deterrent. You have to have a deterrent. If you don't, nothing changes. And this all started with the fact that a woman who police say was shooting at them, and allegedly there's a witness that she was shooting at St. Louis police officers, brought in, arrested, and then let go with no charges filed against her. She could have confessed. And police police are massively pissed off with what happened. And I don't see any word from the new police chief as of now. I have heard no There has to be a comment from him. him. We have to get off the ground running quick. This guy better come out and say, I I have no idea what this prosecutor is doing. He you is, won't hear that. He's I pro- not, that's I, not he is he'll the get 100%, 100% you will not He'll hear get that. fired. Then bye. Don't forget to write. Bring another sucker and in the, here. And they would. It, that's just it. And they would. If I this joined guy a band, knew what he was getting into. We if I comment. joined a band and it was like, no, we're going to do some cool songs. We're going to do some Queen. We're going to do some Zeppelin. And the first thing they threw at me was a Miley Cyrus song. I would quit the band. I mean, bye. Yeah, but I'm he's out. not quitting the band. <laughs> this is like a lifelong dream. He came from Delaware to do this no, job. No, exactly. You have to have that, principles. The other issue. shows he doesn't know principles. Then. <laughs> well, he, he knows what his marching orders are. Uh, yeah. And what can you do? Only 52 well, we, hours per year that will dramatically change everything. We have to do something. If we if we don't get a hold of crime in the city, guess what? That crime is coming here and the whole to where we live. There's going to be more home I, I love why you say they... this. I get like ramped up whenever she talks like this. And then when I say, well, here's what you got to do. And then she goes, well, that's never going to happen. Because it's not going to happen. <laughs> you have the <laughs> best ideas outside of tranquilizer guns. No, well, tranquilizer but... <laughs> guns is the best idea. But, it's, but the problem is, Eric, it's never going to happen. Scotty and... would buy a tranquilizer gun right now. And Paula wants to know why is it not happening or Hell are yeah. we not hearing as much of it happening in Chesterfield, and for those who don't know, Chesterfield is a is a very nice West County suburb of St. Louis. I don't know. I don't know. I, there but is we have crime. heard more of these things happening in St. Charles County. Yeah, there is crime in Chesterfield. And is it because of Highway 70? It's just easier to, because we already know that most of the people who are committing the crimes are going back to North City. I mean, that's a fact. It's a 100% fact. So they're, is it just the Highway 70 corridor? I don't think so. You know, because where where this subdivision was, where the home invasion was, that's off Highway 40. You know, there's been helicopters over my subdivision in the past, things that happened along Highway 40. People, It's easy for people to exit the highway, go to these subdivisions, commit a crime, get back on the highway and go. I, it, home invasions are very rare anywhere, the, yeah. and they're especially rare in St. Charles County, and that's why you heard about this crime. Do you there think is they're rare crime in, North, in just Chesterfield. A, just a question. Do you think that home invasions are rare in North St. Louis? I'm say, I'm I, I don't saying, know. I'm, I'm not saying know. they never happen. I'm going to say they're rarer than most crimes, and most home invasions are not random. It's usually targeted. They've cased the place. Okay. They know where usually. they're going. They know why they're going. And in the city, a lot of times, home invasions are surrounded about around drugs. They know it's a drug house. They want to go in and steal the drugs or the drug money. You know, it, it's much more rare for somebody to commit a home invasion, especially in St. Charles County, where you might think they might be armed. Extremely rare. Okay. Yeah, and by the way, GS3, thank you for reminding people to share the show. We try to tell people as much as we can. Uh, GS3, appreciate you reminding people to do yeah, that. No doubt. Um, crazy times we live in, man. No. It's, 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 a, it's a shame, and I think we should keep an eye on it. I mean, St. Louis is going down so fast. They try to. And do so the, is St. Louis County. 
Yeah, St. Louis County too, for real. But St. Charles, maybe they were trying to break St. Charles down somehow. I don't. Well, know. we're gonna we're gonna have uh, St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell on the show soon. I spoke to him and he said, "Yeah, he's like, I'd love to do it. He's like, I really love podcasts. That gives me a chance to explain things and give time. So, uh, we're currently trying to work out some time to get Wesley Bell on uh, to talk about as well when it comes to St. Louis County. Um, we were just told Fox is reporting, and this is what I said it was that. The circuit attorney's office said, well, the police didn't present evidence. But she always says that. And they, it's evidence that's good enough, in their opinion, to meet charges. Isn't that what a, a traffic stop is? There's no evidence. It's a cop's word against the guy driving well, the car's but, word. Yeah, I mean, but you have to have evidence. That's how our system is set up. And it, so, in the city, there was a guy. And, and I, sometimes police don't always do the right thing. We know that. Not a, not every time. Most of the time, Very yes. rarely does that happen. If there's, if, isn't, there a, isn't there a witness law that says if there's a witness, then that it is It doesn't evidence? matter in the city. I, you know, that's why I keep trying to tell you guys. There was a confession. There was a guy who was accused of... Shooting. Uh, there was a kid in, in St. Louis City a few years ago who was shot and killed. A guy confessed to shooting and killing this kid. Kim Gardner said there's not enough evidence mm-hmm. to convict this guy. He confessed. A confession is not enough evidence. In the city it of St. Louis. It was one of the worst examples a ever. A huge bungle. Huge, 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 huge. Um, and we're talking about that. Uh, one thing I did want to get into, by the way, if you don't know who Texas Democrat Representative Sheila Jackson Lee is, she's an interesting one, to say the least. Uh, she's introduced a bill to combat white supremacy by criminalizing certain forms of what hate speech is. Here's the issue. Here. <laughs> what exactly is hate speech? Because we've been told hate speech is everything from saying you didn't want a shot to saying you disagree with somebody not liking your faith to all kinds of things. Now... The bill's broad language could have people facing criminal charges for just sharing what she or law officials consider hateful content on social media. Hate crimes for freedom of speech. Mm. Under her bill, a person who, quote, engages in white supremacy-inspired hate speech. Remember, if you follow Donald Trump, you, or if you promoted Donald Trump, you were considered to be a white supremacist. So if you're involved in, quote, inspired hate crime, when white supremacy ideology has motivated the planning, development, preparation, or perpetration of the actions that constituted a crime or were undertaken in furtherance of activity that it effectuated would have constituted a crime. Wow. I, and it's just, it's left to decide. It's going to die on the vine. If but. you publish material advancing any white supremacy or ideology, that's a crime. That would be us, I guess, right? Well, uh, the, the rules have changed and what is white supremacy. Because these days, if you're there white, you then you're a white supremacist. Okay. It doesn't matter what actions you take. If, you're, if you're, your skin is the color white, you're automatically considered a white supremacist. Okay. It is unlikely to pass. Well, unlikely? Aren't you glad people that but you voted just, for the House of Representatives? But just imagine, this woman was elected. She's been around for a long time, and she's trying to do this. Because it's the flavor of the month, Vic. They're still, they're still living off the days of, of taking a set of impeachment documents down the hall through the cameras all the way to the Senate where they were impeaching Trump. They're still trying to use that energy as their as their tailwind to get all this garbage through. That's all this is about. It's a, it's not about 
it's just about her trying to be politicizing this for her constituents wherever she's from in Texas. It's no different than Cori Bush. Cori Bush says some of the dumbest stuff I've ever heard in my life, and she gets away with it because her constituents let her get away with it. It's what her constituents want to hear. But for the most part, people don't want to hear this garbage. And you know what? If even if the House of Representatives wasn't won by the was not won by the Republicans, it still wouldn't have gone anywhere. But it's just another virtual signal. It's another politically correct thing to do because you didn't hear anything in this about Antifa having hate speech. You didn't hear anything about Muslims having hate speech against Christians. You didn't think hear anything in here about hate speech that is directed at, at white men. I mean, for God's sakes, the NHL basically left the entire white male. Uh, uh, That's a fact. Out of out of a job you opportunity. Can't go to their summit, and they're not the only ones. So go, That's go apply speech. for a loan. You're at That's, the bottom of the barrel. You know what? I cannot. That's one thing I can't believe they're getting away with, is that they are able to actually present. If you're a white male, you have no business here. How is that not discrimination? I, am, I, I know. I know. How? What if you were to say, if you were a black female, you need not apply? Sorry. What? What news they source on this planet would not pick that story up tomorrow morning? Yeah. Guys, don't look at me like I've got worms coming out of my nose. This is huge. <laughs> the NHL caters to a bunch of overpaid white dudes. There's a you, white guys go to NHL games, yet you are not allowed to apply for these jobs. Well, the NHL is trying to diversify. They've been trying Correct. to do that for quite some time. You know what? It's a it's a it it's called a market system. Let the market decide what goes on. Maybe you have a thousand Latinos and four million African Americans and twenty four white guys that apply for these jobs. It's not up to you. Just open your your arms to everybody that wants to apply for the NHL. Yeah, jobs. why don't we hire people based on skill? Imagine that. It's crazy. It's let's try this again. Oh, Jay says if, they removed it, but you know what? We saved you, a copy. If you are they, who removed what? The NHL. Watch this. Oh, let's yeah. just let's see how this sounds real fast. I just want to see how it sounds. If you are a Latino transgendered, do not apply for this job. Instantly, every new media outlet in the United States and the world has just now picked that up, no matter what company it is. And you can do that with white males. It's unbelievable. Well, <laughs> you, try you do have a voice if enough people decide to say something. This gets back to what Eric was talking about when he showed up today. Do you remember two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, Stanford University released their list of terms that we as Americans should not say anymore because it could be offensive to people and we don't want to be offensive. Guess what happened? Stanford alumni, Stanford alumni pushed back so hard on the university because of this woke cancel culture ideology and pamphlet of new words that needed to be used that the university revoked what they said. They stopped it. They sent back out documentation stating that that was a mistake and that they are no longer standing by what they first published. Because it sounds Hello. so stupid on in their publications. But a lot of times people are like, well, I don't want to make anything. I don't want to say anything publicly. You know, this is bad. You know, there may be two people who want to cancel me and their loud voice because there's two of them amongst a hundred yeah. 
may come against me and there may be 95 other people who are afraid to stand up for what they know is right. Um, Stanford alumni came strong and they stopped that BS. And so Stanford is not standing by that anymore. Look, what, what is your bedroom called? I named it. No, I mean Grand you, Central Station. When you go through your home, you're, you're, I'm assuming. Well, that's probably more truth than I don't know. What do you we mean? need to know? I, I don't know what you're trying to ask. That what are you trying a to personal. say? Okay, um, go ahead. You're no longer allowed to call it a master bedroom anymore. It's it's a primary. If you work in the real estate market, it's not a right? master bedroom anymore mm. because that's racist. Okay. It's a primary. <laughs> Primary bedroom. Grand Central Station. The dungeon. And he was so quick to say that. The too. dungeon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? I thought she was like trying to get me to name rooms. Dungeon of D. <laughs> yeah. Is there- uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. I, I get it. Oh, my yeah, word. Master bedroom. I, oh, my God. Why That's is, ridiculous. Why is that racist? I've never, you know what? Now because that you even said that, master. I've never even related that Nor did master I. bedroom to that. I, kind of I didn't know that about real estate. Yeah. I didn't wow. hear this until yesterday. So are you not supposed? So realtors are not supposed to say this isn't the master bedroom. They are not supposed bedroom? to call it a master bathroom, master bedroom. No, they are not supposed to use that term anymore. Now it's the primary. Good question for uh, Kathy Helbig. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we'll yeah, ask her tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, somebody says, "Isn't Cracker Barrel a racist name?" <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is oh so racist <laughs> and funny. Well, that would make honky tonk of Yeah, yes. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin with a great point as well. Yeah. No such thing as a master key anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently there is an Eric's key. bedroom. No. <laughs> Somebody's got a master key to Eric's room. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> oh my God. Uh Sally says it's still the master bedroom. We make the payment. We are the master. I am your master. <laughs> and he says, I Who's am the, the master, master? <laughs> of my own domain. <laughs> Who's the master? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but people said they've heard that as well, uh, Tabitha. I, I didn't. Thank you for the education. I, I didn't hear this until yesterday. As somebody I know listed their house for sale uh, by owner, and they said master bedroom. And people Dear quickly God, corrected them that you us. can't call Are you it kidding that me? anymore. I just had another one. You what, did. What, 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 what? I know yeah, what you're going to say. I, I guarantee I'm I know. the primary baiter. Yes! <laughs> I already I already knew where you were going with that. Yes! Oh, my yes. Lord. Oh, my now God. Now we can't say master anymore? No. No. Well, um, I'm going to turn the master we, volume down when we're done. <laughs> the we, primary master. We broadcast at a damn fine airport hangar in the St. Louis area, Chesterfield Airport Strategic Air Services. Um, and somebody from the organization just said, hey, is it all right to still call it a cockpit in the airplane? No, it's not. It's not, actually. They what just d- came up with a new yeah, name for so, that. And he, he, so what is what is the new name? Flight deck. I can't remember. It's the flight deck. Is that what it is? Yes. Oh, that's right, because we just talked unmanned, about that, didn't unmanned we? Unmanned aircraft is, not, no, is no more. It's now called a drone. Yeah, I knew that. But look so at Tabitha, fun. man. You're looking at me like so I'm it's nuts. not a cockpit. No, I'm not. It's a, a, a flight deck. Correct. I was thinking about where we heard that because we just heard that recently. Yeah, it's in because here. your okay. your FAA your your travel secretary who should have been working on keeping airlines in the air decided to go and have a woke conference with the FAA. Now you can't call it. It's not 
it's not note the notums used to be notice to airmen and whenever kevin came in here the other day and said called it notice to air what missions mm-hmm. i was like oh, wait 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 i don't even know what that is what is the air and it's the notums well notice to airmen must have offended some chicks because they got rid of it well now, what about a drink a cocktail when my friends and I go out, we drink cocktails. So what are, what are they called now? What did you just say? Oh, my God. Primary of puppets. <laughs> the primary of puppets. <laughs> Master of puppets. Yes. I, I, know. I am now your primary. Getting, now they're getting into the South Carolina Gamecocks. Oh, yeah. What is wrong with these people? I, I saw a poster once, that, and they had shirts that, like, you know, our, our cocks will beat yours and things like that. Uh, ha, 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 so ha. it's also silly. Uh, our cocks are the best in the SEC. I, I've seen yeah. that as well. Yeah. Ha, 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 yeah. ha. Why can't they? Look, you guys are making a joke at this, but in 10 years, there will be no more game, game cocks. And there won't, I, I, I don't I, even I, know what that is. I hate to be serious. The South Carolina game. Is it like roosters that fight yes, each other? Yes. No, they're, it's a football team. It's a football team. Oh, no, but the I mascot are roosters. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's I thought mascot. it was a There's nothing meaner than seeing fight. two cocks fight each other. I mean, There's nothing. It. Seriously. As Lizzie says, it's, it's brutal. All this woke stuff, and this is woke stuff, is stupid. It's silly. It's in the minority, by the way. The very small minority, yes, it's been associated with a liberal agenda, but still a very small people. So that's why people need to stand up, rise, have a voice, go against it. Next yeah, up, Vanilla. Is, you're right. It's not political anymore. Don't worry about politics, people. Don't do the 1776 groups. That's fine and all. Get rid of that mentality. You're not going up against the government anymore. You're going up against these wokesters who, like Tabitha told you earlier, are the minority, but they're winning the game. They are doing it better than you. Don't worry about the Bidens of the world. Don't worry about the Sheila Jackson Lees of the world. Don't worry about politics anymore. You need to get this into the the pop culture. It needs to be pop culture that it is super cool to go to church. It needs to be pop culture that cancel culture sucks balls. It needs to be. It needs to be. <laughs> gag, you you gag can't balls. say balls anymore. Sorry. Gag balls. You have to say round gag balls. Whatever. Gag balls. Spherical objects. All of that can be solved by turning your television Don't, off. 1776 groups, you are, that's cool. Wear your flags proud. But that's not where the battle is anymore. The battle is on the streets of these younger generations who have no problem going out and telling you how bad you suck and telling you why you suck because you are they're the minority. We're the majority. We but, are the majority. But rise up, have a good life, raise your kids <clears throat> properly, Fathers, don't leave the house anymore. Raise your kids. Go to church. Don't be afraid of hard work. Invest your money properly, and you will be fantastic. Don't let these wokesters destroy you anymore. Just don't let it happen. Long live the cancel cocks. And I'll tell you what, we got From a Gen Kevin Zer Joseph. in here, and the more I'm learning about Gen Z, the more I'm like, these are the guys that are going to take on the millennials. But that's not going to happen, Eric. You know why? Because like, Every time I say something, it's no, not going to happen. I'm sorry. I don't mean to disagree with everything you say. But, but I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Don't worry about yes, that. Yes, you do. Well, you do. I'm, I'm used to it. Doyleen, and I don't, I've not seen this study myself. Doyleen posted a study earlier today that said when, when polled, I think it was only 16% of Gen Zers were conservative. Because you know why? Because we have these liberal colleges churning them Bingo. out, churning them out, churning them out. Well, it's not and colleges. Now it's, I was just going to say, now it's grade schools it's elementary schools they're starting to give them free pre-k so they can start indoctrinating 
earlier. Boom. And so well, we're in big trouble if we don't turn this okay, friend well then, around. Okay, then I, I, I summon the parents. Parents, get off your ass. Take the damn iPad out of your kids' hands. Make sure they understand what calculus is before you give them one hour of YouTube time or TikTok time. Parents, do a better job. This is in your hands. Or just, sh- just shrug your shoulders and go, this is the new normal. Just like my doctor said. Diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, whatever else that he said. Eh, eh, there's not much I can do for you. This is your new, new normal. Get to do. No, it wasn't. I, I dealt with it and I got rid of a lot of stuff. So I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't accept what they're feeding you. Go ahead, Vic. That's Eric Johnson. We're gonna get out of here. We appreciate everybody joining us again today. Tomorrow, Kathy Helbig in the eight o'clock hour. Look forward to that. We've got Alex David from White Glove. Um, their sports cars coming up. Their service that they do on Friday. What? Cannot wait. Yes. Sponsor, sponsor, sponsor. Share the show. Let us know. Uh, if there's anybody that wants to get involved, you can go to the donate button, of course, on canceltheshow.com. Right on the homepage, if you're using a mobile, it is down on the menu. Uh, we appreciate any help you can give us as we continue to do what we're doing. Um, they said this would win. Gosh, if we're, when we get to be a really cool show, we'll give away gifts. Lisa said... Later, master debaters. Oh! <laughs> Good one, Scotty. That was from the mind of that Scotty was, Gherkin. That was Lisa. Oh, Lisa. <laughs> and, and don't forget, if you go on our webpage, canceltheshow.com, and you donate, you can actually receive some items. $10, $50, $100. We have the totals right there for you on the page. Go to canceltheshow.com. Share the show even after we're gone. Thanks for making the show so great. Uh, for Scott Gherkin, Eric Johnson, and Tab of the Hassle, I'm Vic Faust.